So because drugs are illegal now, you have to go to a guy of a guy that you know, find him, trust that what he's selling you is what you want and not something else, and then find a discreet place to, to take it and hope that you don't have an, a reaction that's bad. Yeah, come to our studio. <laughs> yeah, we've got three hours. You can just sit in the corner. Yeah, you can just literally do your deals while we're just talking on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just don't, don't get any full names on the, on, the, on the mics. Your opinions, your voice. Welcome to The Verdict, only on IPL Radio. It's a good day to be alive, Michael. Yes, it actually is. You know why? Why? Because the verdict's back on your the radio. On your radio and your podcast platforms. Yes, your preferred podcast platforms. Preferred well, podcast platforms. Yeah, say preferred that five times. <laughs> say, say it, Michael. Say it. <laughs> yeah, perfect. He's actually said it six times just then. You just didn't actually, hear Actually, though, yeah. Well, welcome back, everyone at home. Um, well, I think, you know what? Let's not even... Actually, no. Let's do well, housekeeping. Ew, you were just like going... My brain. Many different yes. thoughts at once. I think I had three different sentences I wanted to say, but let's let's do some housekeeping first. Follow our Instagram, the verdict underscore IPL, and check out the upcoming Australia Day thing. It's kind of fully taken off. We got all our food truck slots filled. Um, we're just looking for people to run stalls. What's your favorite food truck? Oh, that I have an answer. <laughs> have you actually seen some of the food trucks? I haven't. Not seen. not the ones that we have with us, but I go to a lot of like Twilight markets where food trucks go there. There's one that makes uh, toasties out of naan bread. They're called Nasties. So like, good. And they put, like, they put like Vindaloo in it. Yeah. Oh. I haven't tried it. I always see the potato one. There's always a potato store with like the, the potato on the sticks. Oh, yeah. The tornado potato. Yeah. Yeah. Started out Very with bad for carbohydrates. Oh, no. They're great for carbohydrates. Bad for you. <laughs> bad for you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so go check out the Australia Day thing. There's a lot. It, it's coming up. It's run by one of our presenters, Marissa. And uh, and it's like, you know, supporting indigenous um companies and art and stuff like that it'd be pretty cool um but speaking of our instagram michael we have a question of the week this week oh, oh, oh. uh the question of the week this week was what is a good amount of streaming services ah yes i felt we, we've been a bit generous on these answers <laughs> so we we had the choices between zero one to three four to seven and seven plus oh yeah so for zero we got 17 percent. oh wow uh one to three we got the lion's share was 75 percent Four to seven was zero percent, and seven plus was eight percent. Oh, so people jumped to that last one as well. Yeah, I feel like it was a troll post, like yeah, trolling, yeah. like oh yeah. yeah, why not? Yeah, no, because because um, we were discussing about it in the week. Yeah, because um, like I saw a meme, like it was it was like saying uh, all these streaming services add up to like this amount, but back in the day the cable service cost however much or pay TV. I feel like uh, the the one to three option. If it was split to like separate options, like one or two, I feel that would be more divisive. Yeah, divisive too. Because like, think about it. Five years ago, it was just Netflix, and Netflix had it down pat, right? Stranger Things was coming out. It was really good time for things, right? Um, but then the pandemic happened, and everyone's at home. Yeah, and and I think what it comes down to is a lot of like TV rights and stuff like that, where all these companies who previously put all this stuff onto Netflix when I want it on my thing now and then they took everything off Netflix and made their own streaming service just by the companies that produced them and it's yeah, just Yeah, like dumb. the good old days when all the Disney movies were on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, because like, I don't know, like, um, I feel like, so what would, what would be the essential three, do you reckon? I feel, it's probably pretty standard, I would say, um, uh, Disney, uh, I'm actually split on Netflix at the moment. I, I like Amazon Prime okay. for the content I watch. 
and uh and it's between netflix and binge yeah yeah for me disney netflix and binge because binge well binge is australian specific but i guess everywhere else would be hbo max. hbo max yeah so um yeah no no i like disney obviously has such a massive array of things but the thing is think about it this way if those other streaming services didn't exist they all those great things might be on netflix that's very true. so yeah um but yeah no, i i've got binged just for the walking dead and now the last of us is did come, you watch it i have not yet oh, i've watched it is it good yeah it's good yeah it, um the acting is good uh we'll talk about it later yeah yeah, yeah. no because I, I do want to watch it I, i'm just using binge exclusively for zombie uh media content yeah 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 uh so it's good um all right well how about we watch this segue michael how about we go from one stream to, to another <laughs> let's go from one stream to the way of water that's right avatar okay we've both seen it we have both seen it yeah how long ago did you watch it i watched it last week i think yeah i think that's two weeks ago and i think puss and boots is better <laughs> yeah because you've been telling me about that all day and like i've seen a lot of the stuff on tiktok and it looks really good i highly encourage anyone to watch it it mm. is a really good movie best movie of the year i could rewatch. best it. movie of the year so far oh yeah that's right in january but it was released <laughs> last year and i would say even even if it's because it came out last year i think it would be my favorite movie of last year too really it was a fantastic movie i could rewatch it and I, I actually i told you i'd give it a 10 it was a fantastic movie characters everything was really well done wow yeah and they compacted it in within an hour and a half um i'm not usually you know a short movie whatever but like i just felt they did everything and it was pretty dark for a kid's movie it dealt it had like like blood oh, in it. Oh no, not blood! And Puss in Boots uh, <laughs> being haunted by the literal personification of death, That's and cool. he's dealing with his own mortality because he's he's lost eight of his nine lives. Oh yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, it's it's. Uh, I I saw the IGN review. It compared it to the Logan of the Shrek franchise. Oh, nice. So look, I'm not gonna lie. There, the way you you um created that sentence that you just said. You never see me excited about no, recent no, no. movies. I know. I know. You never. I know, no, no, no. I'm talking about earlier where you said it was so dark and it's such like an adult movie. It had blood and puss in boots. And, yeah. and I, woohoo! That was a close one, Michael. <laughs> I you like, yeah, no, no. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That good. Um, but yeah, no, it sounds good. I think I might watch it. It's really well animated. The fight scenes are straight out of Spider Verse. Yeah. The yeah. villain is like. Stylistic animation is where it's at. Yeah, the villain is like. There's another villain. Um, I wouldn't say, you know, go watch the movie. Yeah. Um, he's kind of like the kingpin gotcha. in Spider Verse. Like threatening, but not. He, but he's more comedic. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a really well, really well done movie. Nice. It's good to hear. All right, well, look, from one well-done movie to, I think, another well-done movie, maybe, right? Maybe. Uh, well, I haven't discussed it at length with you, so this is going to be interesting. So, yeah, for Avatar The Way of Water, the much, oh, gosh, the much-awaited sequel. Uh, it's been 14 years since the first one came out. Um, I did actually watch Avatar again this year. Uh, last year, sorry, later on. The original Avatar. Yes, because it's on Disney+. And I'm watching it, and it doesn't feel like a 2009 movie. It feels like it, like it's got some, like some of the CGI. Well, actually, all of the CGI in that movie can be better than some movies that have come out since by other big blockbuster um, titans and stuff like that. But I, I think this movie visually is one of the best movies I've seen. I agree with you ever. on that front. Yeah, yeah. Visually, it's fantastic. 
Uh, and I think that's what it excels at and it knows it excels at like at that. So that's why, you know, you get those large scenes, those set pieces that they really uh, focus in on and stuff like that. The story of the movie, I think that's, it was there, I think, uh, but it felt like it was missing a bit of something, you know? Um, some something. Oh, that's, that's very, I was going to say articulate on, and you, you narrowed it down. Yeah, yeah. Which is good. Because I was having this discussion over the week um, with, with, the, with the Avatar movies. You know, the visuals are fantastic. Mm. And why we say it's good, because it just appeals to our lizard brain. Of like, <laughs> that's why it keeps us entertained. Ooh, the 3D, the spectacle, the different colors. Yeah. And that kind of distracts us from the plot. Yeah. yeah In yeah. a way. I mean, the, the the second movie, the plot has increased. I think it's better it's than the better, first. Yeah. But I haven't watched the first one in a while, but I got bored of the first one. And I don't think I watched the first one in cinema, so I didn't have the cinematic oh, really? experience of it. Yeah. But um, yeah, the second one, visuals were fantastic. And I think that's what kept my attention throughout the movie. Mm. Like, yeah, I think I think there was some really good characterization in this movie. Um, did you did you like Jake Sully in this movie? Uh, he like, was a very um, commando dad. Like, uh, address yeah. me with sir. Address me with. Uh, I hated him. You didn't like him. I hated him. There was a video on YouTube like Avatar could do without Jake Sully. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, like the way that he spoke to all of his kids, and th- he's such a bad dad. Like, he wouldn't let his kids explain themselves. He just cracks down on them. And, like, when they make a mistake, he just drills them. Like, it was... The, it felt really, like... Yeah, it felt really weird. The argument is that he's very protective of his children. It it feels like kind of like the Incredibles. Like, when they go to... um When Mrs. Incredible takes the two children to the Danger Island. Yeah. And she's like, you can't do this. You're in the real world. You can't mess around. These people have guns. These people will kill you. That's different, because I know that she loves her kids. With Jake Sully, I did not feel like he loved all of his kids. It well, he felt had. like he resented uh, Loak. Like I could get that sense too, but I felt there was some was scenes. It yeah, there were some scenes where he ha- he sat down and had a chat with the with the the son. I think I don't know if it was the older or the younger son. Yeah, and he just had a chat about. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, when when the son uh, disrespected the the chief son. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, did you hit him? Or oh, he was much worse off than I am." And he's like, "Good, Good. <laughs> yeah." But no, it, it felt like, like it, it felt like Jake Sully hadn't actually got the skills to be a dad. If that makes sense, like this is like eighteen years after the first one, I think. And he's still in that first child stage. Yeah, it, he he still feels like the same character. He doesn't feel like the same character has become a dad. He just feel, it feels like they've plucked him out of that movie. The time has passed, and they've put him back in that movie. He hasn't grown in that time. Whereas, Neytiri, she definitely has. She's gotten. She was shafted throughout the first. Two quarters or yeah of the movie. Some might call that a half. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say two or three quarters. Yeah, yeah. but um, at, at the end she did some. Yeah, yeah. No, but like, like you could f- understand her as a mother. She felt like a mother. Jake Sully just felt like a guy. Uh, in, a, in a blue onesie, but um, with with like random long hair and yeah. beards and looked like a chieftain. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, but no, I I liked the kids actually. I do like the kids. I liked. How Kiri was. I, I'm still not familiar with the names. I think it's like with me, it's like the Squid Game. Like that's the uh, that's the uh, the old man. That's uh, yeah, so the son, the adopted daughter. The smallest one is Took, uh, and then you got Kiri, who is the Sigourney adopted Weaver, one, who's basically playing her, and she's Sigourney Weaver plays her mom. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then you've got Loak, who is the. I think I think, 
and then Natam is the oldest. If if I if I know correctly, yeah. So I like Kiri. I like the way that Sigourney Weaver just ha- just embodies a child. It was just kind very of well. Yeah, but it worked, and I think because like Kiri is like so sarcastic and so analytical and kind of not wise beyond her years, but but that no, that works. Yeah, because she was very in touch with nature, and she was the one who more most adapted to the different way of culture. Yeah, she really caught on really quickly. Um, yeah, and I I do like took because she has like, like really like adorable background scenes like this is the scene of them walking to oh and then she's just jumping jumping jumping, jumping <laughs> yeah. yeah like it just it just kind of yeah. like makes me feel hopeful it added more character it gave the sense that these are actually children yeah exactly They're not subordinates as yeah. jake solly would see them yeah and it felt like the movie had progressed to this point where these characters are there existing and it felt natural mm. which i think was really good and like i, I think all the kids felt real but they bought Spider out of nowhere. They said that the evil guy had a son. Yeah, yeah. It's that was weird. I feel like Spider was a weird inclusion. He didn't fit in there, but it's kind of true. But in, like in, in both the, ways, in those scenes where it was Spider and his dad, or his dad, the recom version of him, mm. like I did like that kind of stuff where Spider's having to figure out where he sits in this. But the connection between Spider and the Sullys, ah, I felt weird. Because he didn't, yeah, yeah, he was like, because uh, I did not quite understand uh, the his dad, right? So his his dad's consciousness was, before he died, was put in that Navi yeah. clone. No, no, no. So before he died, it was uploaded. So essentially before they did that final battle, um, like a bunch of them were like, hey, you guys could probably die. So in case you die, um, upload your minds to like a device and then record a little thing for your person to let them know what's happened and then we're gonna grow bodies avatar bodies and we're gonna put your minds back into them that's a quite a common kind of trope in science fiction like a character dies but then he puts his memories for the future mm. uh for example i think uh, you you finished scarlet and violet not finished do you know what happens at the end no Okay, I don't want to say that then. <laughs> um, uh, I was going to say as well with Robert Downey Jr. recording that message for mm. his his child. Yeah, like, and it makes sense within like the universe if they can transfer minds from one thing to another. It makes sense that they can upload a copy of a mind. Um, but but yeah. it felt like uh, you know that we have to do it because it's a sequel. The original one is meant to be standalone. Oh, now we need to make a universe. Mm. Now we need to add well, a sequel. It feels like this is this was planned way before the movie came out. But like, uh, like bringing that, the, the 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 bad guy was such a fan favorite character. Yeah, a lot of people liked him, so they they got the actor back, but different. Well, I, I feel like that decision was made earlier on. Um, but um, what was I gonna say? Um, yeah, it, it felt weird how they did make him a main character before he was a side character, and we didn't see any of his. Like we we barely saw any of his story. Then in this, not only are we following the Sullys, but we're following. Um, Quaritch, and then it's like, but they they're putting him in the light of like a an, a protagonist, and it's like, is this a weird guy for us to support right now? It's kind of like the Jack Sparrow effect. Like Will is the main character of those movies. Yeah, the fan favorite now is just kind of taking over the movie that he eventually just leads the franchise. Watch him get a redemption arc. Yeah, w- watch him replace Jake Sully. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I love I'm how you like things. Jake Sully's more the antagonist than the actual antagonist. Yes, Jake Sully's an ass. 
<laughs> I hope he dies. Well, like you said, uh, Cameron planned these movies, so we're going to see Spider's character development, I guess, eventually yeah. to the villain. The fourth one is already, it's called Avatar the Tolkien Rider. And the Tolkens are those large whales. Mm. So this has already been, we've already seen a step in that direction. But it's going to be interesting because, well, okay, what I did like about this is how the new Navi are represented. How. Like, Sorry, they're, they're very Thick. like James Cameron. Like made them like, like you know you said, mm. uh, like you know the, she's walking out of the water to see, and like they made them more like sexualized. I didn't say that, but uh, that's what you said last week. I don't think I said sexualized. No, do you see the way that the, the the Navi chick walked out of the water, and they deliberately did those fancy camera angles? They do that with every time a love love interest is introduced. In any movie you'll see, you'll see that. that okay, shot. okay. Um, like I, like obviously we're going. Oh, he's sexualizing the Navi. It's like no, he's he's romanticizing the romanticizing. I think that's yeah. that's the word. Yeah. No, but um, I, I like how they did this. Like in terms of these Navi, they may not be the same species, or they may be a subspecies. But they've evolved differently. Yeah, and it all makes sense. Like Darwinism. They got, got yeah, exactly. No, they got like a third eyelid, so that when they go underwater, they can see still see very well. They've got thick forearms for. Uh, swimming, You've got a thick tail as well, and thick. And then I can't wait to see the 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 fire navi how they adapted. I have a feeling that the fire part of the thing is going to be a culture thing. So oh, that the, it's revolved around fire. Yes. So I feel like it's going to be very like you know you have a lot of like indigenous practices where fire like represents rebirth. So mm. they will burn through things and knowing that things have so to. So they're not necessarily pyromancers. No, no. I don't think it's going to be any magic. Like, I hope not. That would kind of ruin the movie. But I imagine that these Na'vi are going to be very, like, ashen. Like, they've got going to have, like, grey ash skin. And they, they live around volcanoes and... Yeah, something like that. They're really adapted to, like, warm climates. Mm. Yeah, so... Yeah, and, like, and, like the Na'vi that we've been introduced to um, have, like, the re- really large chests so that way they can hold their breath. <laughs> They're just like swimmers and... Exactly. Like I, Michael w- Phelps. <laughs> they just had major like Moana vibes because yeah, I yeah, think yeah. they were based on the New Zealander people. Uh, yeah, like Polynesian culture. Polynesian like culture, that. yeah. And which, which, brings up, which brings up an interesting topic because I've heard two sides of that coin, right? Some people are saying that James Cameron is stealing from these cultures in how he's representing. Then I hear other people... Um, and and for, for both of these arguments, people within those cultures are arguing both. And I hear other people say... Um, he's appreciating the culture, so cultural appropriation versus cultural appreciation, because the Metkayina clan, they've obviously got like all, all these, um, the, the tattoos that are culturally significant, but it's like somebody put it up, those tattoos aren't actually, like he hasn't taken the tattoos that real people have. He's gone, that's a look. We can inspire the look into these people, so that way we can say that there's a similarity there. And so he's like, that's good. Because he's taken something that we understand, but he's not ripped it from our culture. He's made it his own fictionalized version of it. Exactly. But other people are saying he's profit profiting off the um, indigenous cultures. Oh being boy, I guess they haven't watched Avatar: The Last Airbender, the movie. <laughs> what do you mean? The Fire Nations are Indians. The Earthbenders yeah. are Asians. They're literally, and all the the Waterbenders are your Euro- you know European Caucasian people. Yeah, that was weird because, like, in the show, you do have racial divides. So, yeah, um, waterbenders are generally Inuit people uh, or uh, Native uh, American. Native American, yeah. yeah. And then you've got uh, the Japanese were heavily inspired by. Sorry, the Japanese. The Fire Nation is heavily Japanese inspired. Earth Kingdom heavily Chinese. 
air nomads um, were heavily uh, Tibetan and Indian. So, like, you do have those racial divides, but it's weird that they struck white people into the... Into no, the like, what I liked about um, the airbenders, or, like, the, the oh. different ways of bending was based on traditional martial arts and yes. different, different types of martial arts. Yeah, they, they, they got um, some guy in who knew martial arts back and front, and then they modelled... For a Nickelodeon show. Yeah, they put a lot of thought into this, um, which, which I thought was really great. Um, but yeah, so, like, so, so back to The Way of Water. Um, yeah, so so some people are saying that, you know, he's ripping from these cultures and therefore he's making money of the suffering of these people. And other people are saying, oh, he's appreciating the culture and he's using real people as influence for um, analogies that are out there. So what's the difference between that and, say, like a movie like Moana? Well, Moana is made by the people, generally. It's got people involved who are from that culture and it's using the culture to tell a, tell a culture story. This is using a culture as a placeholder for something else. However, they did try to get some people involved, and they got a lot of like Kiwi people involved. So the leader of the clan, um, the Metkayina clan, he is a famous actor whose name I've forgotten, uh, but he's Maori, so he's like indigenous. Yeah, you look what Taika Waititi does in his films too. Like what? With Thor and stuff. Didn't they have like a... They hired more indigenous people or... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I believe so. Uh, that's because he's pulling from what he knows, you know. Mm. Um, so yeah, I don't think I don't think it's either one way or the other. I think, especially in the first movie, James Cameron did make not some mistakes. I don't want to say, but he did do stuff that was kind of tunnel visioned in regards to how he was representing the um, Navi. Yeah, um, but I think in this one, he's definitely learnt from that, and he's adding more diversity in the cast. Uh. Yeah, because before a lot of the cast. Were represented by what? Actually, no. I mean, Zoe Saldana. The, the, the Na'vi were largely black. But, yeah, there, there were some issues with how he did it back then and stuff like that. Um, tribal. But, yeah, yeah. Falling falling into some very specific tropes. Were there any black bad guys? Uh, some of the soldiers were, yeah. Oh, but they were just red shirts. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. It, it, this, is, this is ultimately a story about colonization. So you fall into those tropes where the white people are colonizing the other people for their resources, you know? So, like, obviously, if those tropes exist, it's going to fall into that. And this Has there been a movie about, like, black people colonizing white people for resources? No, because it doesn't happen. <laughs> in a fictionalized version of it. Um, I think they tried something like that in Star Trek or something. Did like, they? I think... Oh, gosh. I remember... Oh, I was going to say, no, no, Black Panther didn't do that. Like, how yeah. Michael B. Jordan's whole philosophy... Yeah, he's not colonizing. he's, no, he's giving weapons to the oppressed communities. Exactly. Too. No, in, I know there's a whole thing with Star Trek. Star Trek can get quite political, like, especially the older ones, right? And they, they did an episode in regards to, like, racism, but it's about a planet of black people, entirely inhabited by black people, and everyone said that episode just wasn't good. They ruined it. Um, but yeah, like, we don't really see those stories because... We like, don't want to see them. Yeah. Well, I mean, true. Well, people people will fight, will say it's preachy. We don't want to see them done badly. I don't think people want to see them. Like, th oh my gosh. I keep, I keep thwang, thwacking this with my thwacking. other micro microphone. Um, I think people don't want to see these movies because you, when you see it by people who dislike Black Panther, they, they call it preachy. They say, oh, but if a white person did that, blah, blah, like people find excuses to not like something based on the race alone, right? If you made a movie about black people colonizing white people, 
it's got really horrible optics. People are going to complain. Everybody's going to complain about that. Oh yeah, on that topic, like with that Last of Us show, um, the actress of Joel's daughter, the main character, was played by a you know an African, I think a mixed girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. And upon really, you know, when the first photo show, oh, why, why they, why are they race swapping? Why are they pandering? Yeah. But when I watched the show, she was a really great actress, and That's she the thing. embodied the spirit of the character. But the main girl who's playing Ellie mm. didn't do as well as her, and now the the fan outcry is like. You know, the this mixed girl should have played Ellie. Her acting ability oh, if, triumphed. If yeah, that if that was on release, <laughs> they would have the outcry. The uh, oh my gosh, no, yeah, yeah. no, no, because like like we say like, like I've brought up in this this show where people say why are they race swapping? Why don't they choose the best person for the job? What if they were the best person? Now for the job? I'm just having my fingers crossed for that Little Mermaid movie. I, she's an. Have you seen a? She's an excellent singer. She's an excellent performer. I think it's going to be good, but I, I'm not going to watch it because mm. not because I hate black people, but because I don't like the Little Mermaid. Well, we'll probably have a discussion about oh, it. Oh no, we, you'll we end will. up watching it anyway. I'll end up like seeing Boot TikToks about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're just the TikToks about it. Just exactly. real, real, real. The whole movie. Yeah, I'm watching twenty TikToks and it's like just, ten seconds each. It's just Little Mermaid above a, a really bad mobile game. <laughs> Is Sebastian still played by a Jamaican actor? I hope so. I hope so. I, I know, like... Pushmaster. <laughs> Seth Rogen's in it, right? I don't know. Seth Rogen was in The Lion King. Oh, that's right. I, was, I remember Bushmaster from Luke Cage, season three. Yeah. Melissa McCarthy's Ursula. That fits. That fits. Sebastian. Oh, David Diggs. It's Sebastian. Ooh. Um, Hamilton. Oh. Uh, Snowpiercer. Okay. The the TV show, yeah, he's he's a he's a wonderful wonderful actor. Is he the guy who plays? He's Invincible in Parks and Rec. No, he's not no. the perfume salesman from Parks and Rec. No, I don't think so. Lin Manuel Miranda's in it, obviously. Oh, the soundtrack. Probably. Now, I, I I do love I do love David Diggs. He's very. Like everything he's in, he does it to like a really exemplary degree. Good. Um. I'm just trying to see what else he's in. So yeah, uh, Snowpiercer. Yep, he was in Star Trek: Prodigy. I never heard of that. DC League of Super Pets. He was in that. Um, what else is here? Uh, sorry, I'm just having a quick look. He's in Bob's Burgers. He's obviously oh. in Hamilton. He's in Soul. I know I haven't seen that one yet. Velvet yeah. Buzzsaw. Velvet uh, Buzzsaw. Apparently, that's good. That was made by Karen Gillan. Velvet Buzzsaw. I think she directed it. Have a look. Oh, interesting. Wonder, yeah, that's right. He's the teacher in that. Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, that's right. Uh, Dan Gilroy, you think of something else? I think that's something else because Karen Gillan made like a, like a something like a big like a movie. I think she directed a movie. Okay, neither. It's something similar. I think uh, I'll look it up. Yeah, yeah. You know what? You can look that up. During our break. Okay. Da, 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 da. Um, all right. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll take a quick break and we'll be back in just a moment. Coming to you from Rockingham, IPL Radio. So back to work, as we always say. Yeah, we always say that, right? So, Alex, uh, how's your work like? <sighs> well, do you want me to blow your m- brain right now? Okay. But, I, but if you blow my brain, I can't listen to your subsequent conversation. Well, you, because I'll be dead. My my brain has been blown, and this is where I am today. So right. you'll survive. So give us a recap on the last three months of your work. 
Okay, um, well, over the Christmas period, we got really not busy, so that was fantastic. Um, I spent more than 25 minutes in green time at a time. So basically, when calls come in, right, you're just on the phone or you're researching stuff while you're on the phone anyway. When you're not on the phone, you're in what's called green time because your thing's green. Normally, you get like two minutes of green time before a call comes in. I was getting 25 minutes of green time. Ooh. I had like 10 calls in a day. I'm doing 30 now. So How like, much did you used to do at peak time, 50? 30 to 40, depending on... Like if, if it's a busy day, like 40, definitely. If we're in like... If something has gone wrong, 50 at least. Okay. Um, But yeah, so like 10 calls. It was easy breezy. Um, And so I'm not fully trained up yet. So, uh, you know, we... Uh, I got booked in to do so. So one of our products is called Gold State, and it is what's called a defined benefit. Now, what that means is the amount that you're getting out of it is a fixed amount based on calculations, and okay. it's not you know subject to like investments. So it's not going to go up and down or whatever. Um, now, Gold State is this monster of a thing, which is why I've been there for six months and I haven't learned about it yet. Um, we got given four days to train on it, and we have not finished yet is it a module or a program or a well it's yeah it's like a module that a trainer goes through with us with us it's got like calculations in there and stuff like that so essentially is it related to uh is it queensland the sunshine state the golden state no is it originated from queensland no it's gold because it's great is that it yeah oh look I'll t- okay right now your situation is your employer puts in 10.5 percent of your gross income relative into your into your super account right now, Gold State, they had a they have a choice of contributing themselves three percent of their salary, four percent of their salary, or five percent of their salary. The employer's own personal salary. Yeah, the 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 worker, yeah. Oh, the worker's salary. So they put that in, and then the employer matches that threefold. So if you put in three percent, your employer puts in nine percent. You're putting in twelve percent in total. Four percent goes up to twelve, so sixteen in total. Five percent. Feels like a Bunnings deal. Like, do your price, we'll match it. Kind we'll of. triple it. We'll double it. That's literally it. So, uh, you know, you want to be putting in 5% because then you're getting 20% of your salary put into... Well, not your salary. You're getting 20% contribution rate, right? And every five years, your entire yearly salary has been put into your super. Right? Wow. So it goes into the super across their lifetime. There's going to be a catch. No. There's no catch. This, this, is, this was available for the older folk. Oh. Right, so the youngest person who would have one of these is 45 currently, um, if they started work at 18. Um, yeah, so they get this, they do this over and over and over and over again. And then when it comes to them leaving the fund, right, obviously the money in there um, has been coming into us, but that's not the money they're going to get. That's just to help fund it all, right? Um, what they get actually is we look at their last two years of salary and we apply that by how long they've been in the fund for. And we and then we times that together, do some funky math, and then we produce an amount. Okay. So we may receive, um, you know, we we may determine that the final it's called a remuneration. We may de- determine the final remuneration oh, packages and stuff. Yeah. So we may determine that to be one hundred twenty five thousand, right? But they've been with us for X amount of years. So they've got what's called a service multiplier, depending on how long they've been there. The longer they've been with us, and the longer they've been been with us doing full time. Uh, the higher that number is going to be, that service multiplier could be times nine. Mm. So suddenly, 
that one point two five one hundred twenty five thousand dollars ends so is up. Is that only full time or is it part time as well? No, you can't do part time, but it just means you're spending less time with us. Okay. Because we look at time worked, not time at work. If that makes sense. Oh, the no, other way around. Sorry. So if somebody was doing part part time, they may be doing part time for thirty forty years. Mm-hmm. But um, but they're not going to have the same amount of hours worked. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so. So if if they if their final salary, for instance, is one hundred twenty five thousand in a year, you'd hope that when you're retiring, you got a big salary, right? If it's one hundred twenty five thousand in a year, it doesn't matter what's come to us, right? All that matters is how long they've been with us, kinda, and then we times it by how long they've been with us, and that's what they get paid out at the end. That's a lot of money. It's over a million, Michael. <laughs> like you get like a nine times service multiplier. Wow. For people who've been with us for that long. Does it also uh, say if a person you know passes away, you know? What happens then? I don't know. I haven't learned that yet. Wow. But anyway, like this is a monumental, monumental thing for us to learn because it's so different to what we have. It's so different to what you have. And is that only for what your company? There are other defined benefits out there, but they may operate very differently to us. Um, yeah, but this is a very like everyone who calls up, they're saying, "I wish I was with Gold State. I wish I had that," because people are getting massive payouts from it. I mean, you are a superannuation company, so it makes sense that your own work is superannuation. You know. We don't get that. Oh, you don't get that. I don't work for the government, Michael. I work for a contractor. Oh, so so the clients which you deal with, yeah, have access to that. so not yes. you, you don't get no, it. No, no. Oh. This was shut off to people in 1997. Oh, yeah. So it's just people who were born before that, or people who were working and before that, yeah. Oh, so now it's no more. Yes. Oh, I see. Or 1987, one of the two. Yeah. So essentially, it was open up for maybe like 12 years. This just seems exactly like what Robert Downey Jr.'s contract with Disney. Yeah, <laughs> how he got you know he got a percentage of the film's profit, and now he's on that same contract while everyone else is yeah. on different ones because uh, he got that payout. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, of in, back in the olden times, if you were born during the war, um, you, you might have what's called a parliamentary pension scheme, which basically like a pension gets paid to you, no matter what. You just earn a, an amount, mm. and no matter you don't have to actually put money into that. It's just paid to you by the government. Then they went, we're gonna run out of money. So let, let's get them to pay us, right? And then they did that, and then turns out what they're paying out is much more than what we're getting in. Okay. Right? And then, then they've changed it again, so now it's like, now we just have the employer pay us, we get that money, we invest it, and then it grows naturally that way. So yeah, people with gold states are minted. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah. Makes so sense. I'm learning about that, and we should have learned about that in four, uh, four training sessions, each three hours long. So 12 hours of learning about this, we got halfway through the module and it has been killer. The reason why I'm doing 7.30s this week is because they assumed I would be trained by now. So on the fringe shifts, so 7.30 to 8 and 5 to 5.30, so like those like, uh, out, like fringe opening hours, we need to have people who are Gold State trained on those ones just in case because someone who isn't Gold State trained can't help with anything. And they assumed that I would be by now and now I'm doing 7.30s and I'm losing sleep. Wow. So that's how work's been. <laughs> Pretty hectic. Yeah, it has been. But I had a meeting with my... So with they're assuming you have the training, but you half have the training. Yeah, so I can't. I still can't do anything. I haven't been signed off yet. So in the case that a person who's under the gold state comes there, what, what are you going to do? That's the thing. We have specific... Like, you know when you call up a company, it's just like, press one for this. Oh, we'll forward you to another person. Yeah, so, if, so they'll call up and say, are you calling about gold state? If so, press two. And they press two so it doesn't come to me. Okay. But if it comes to me, I can just transfer it through to somebody if somebody's available. So then why are you worrying? I'm not worrying. I just don't want to be up 
at five o'clock in the morning, Michael. Oh. Doing seven thirty shifts. I sat in the car park for an hour. That's what I did when I got here. Normally, I leave work, I come here, whoops, time to hop on. I was in there for an hour. An hour. It was longer than an hour, actually. Yeah, uh, why? I don't know, I didn't want to- Just relaxing. Yeah, I was listening to my audiobooks. Because <laughs> I'm a nerd. But yeah, that, that's how, that's how. How has your work been, Michael? My work's been good. Uh, I'm moving up, so it'll be next to my oh. office, I would say. So yeah. Uh, you have an office? Well, not my office, like the, the, company, the company's okay, office. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so I'll be up there, I guess. They said, uh, yeah, promoting maybe to full time or something, or part time at least. They're like, oh, well, why? Have, you know, I was considered. They they asked me part time before, but you know, I wouldn't use any of the sick leave or holiday leave. You would. Yeah. Think about it. You went away to Sydney like a few. But that was just like three days, four yeah. days. Yeah. If you had leave, you could have made it longer. No, I could have gone for how long I wanted, but like. Yeah, but then you wouldn't have had to worry about income. In That's that true. That's true. You could have gone away and been like, I'm going to get paid regardless next week. Mm, mm. But like now, you know, now moving out, that's a big, big thing. Yeah, because you're going to have things to pay for, a lot more things to pay for. So having a part-time or a full-time job, at I least you've got that security in case yeah. you're sick. That's true, that's true. I was like, looking at the expenses and stuff, yeah. Mm -hmm. Be decent. My rent's just gone up. <laughs> yeah, my mum's my landlord. Yeah. The person we were going to get into our house, she decided that she's she's got a better gig somewhere else. And then uh, now, now we don't have anybody. It's so kind of like the same situation, like which I'm like, because my 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 friend's parents are in the house. Yeah. So we're just paying rent towards that, paying the mortgage. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um. So yeah, I don't like being an ad an adult, Michael. It's terrifying. You don't. <laughs> no, hate it. Sucks. Yeah. I forgot how old I was the other day. Somebody said, "How old are you?" And I'm like, "Did I just turn 23?" No, I'm 24, Michael. Okay. He's he's promoted <laughs> in age. I'm getting closer to death. Oh, th that depends on your... Well, if you were during the Industrial Revolution... I'd be dead by now. <laughs> I would have lost three fingers and have black lung. Yeah. That's, that's probably... Yeah. Um, actually, if I, was a, if I was born during the Industrial Revolution, I wouldn't be... They wouldn't hire me. Mm. Not for a penny or a shilling a day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look, Michael. What? We found it. We found it. The website we've been looking to find we for the past have. six months... Um, so there's a website that we, uh, that I, actually, this is recommended to me by the person who was training me at Gatsby. They said, hey, you do this cool radio show, right? I'm like, yes, I told you about this yesterday. And she's like, cool. Well, here's an interesting website with full of debates and topics and stuff. And then like Alex that. went on the website and it just downloaded tons of malware. So yeah, um, yeah, no, that, that did happen. Um, I cannot open up my laptop with the sound on anymore. Yeah. In fear of what may come out. But luckily we fixed it. We did. Uh, we hired some gophers to go inside my laptop and get rid of all that malware. Um, yeah, so this this website's called uh, Kylo, so K-I-A-L-O, and it's basically just full of like these like people are saying, is this, is that, what's the deal with this? And we just have discussions We've on used it. this website previously. We have, and that led us to realism. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. All right, well... I can already have these fond memories. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. this. So let, let's find one of these topics and let's jump in. Um, there was one that I saw that I was interested in that I think would be good for us to discuss because a lot of these do revolve around like science and religion ethics and stuff like that. And that can those kind of conversations can become quite circular. Yeah. Um, so where was it? I had a really good one earlier on. 
I've lost it. I've I've lost it. Because uh, a lot of these, like, for instance, there's would the world be a better place without humans? As if that's a question. Yes, it would be. No doubt about it. Um, and then, okay, so here's one: Is cannibalism cannibalism ethically permissible? So it should be allowed. Well, no, 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 no. Well, yes, but ethically, when we look at cannibalism, is it okay? Is this like a whole like euthanasia type debate? And when when no, like, it's not like oh, granny's kicked the bucket. I know what we're having for dinner tonight. <laughs> kids are like, oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, the kids are playing um, playing TV, like playing TV. They're playing video games. Mum comes in and was like, we're having gran over for dinner. Oh really? It's like yeah, she just died this morning. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> so what's the, what's the um, when, when we click the link? What does it come Let's have with? a look with. So um, if we look at the link, there'll be a lot of the discussion. So. Okay, so these are so for those who can't see, which is everybody apart from Michael. Um, there's like a color wheel made of a varying degree of red tones and green tones, sort of showing what possibly might be the the views of everybody. So, does that look like an even mix to you? Do you reckon? Mm, it it looks like fairly slightly more red. Slightly. So, let's look at let's look at a dark green here. So. Somebody commented, so this is one of the dark green views. So what do each color signify? So um, dark green, well, the darker the green, it's the more it's um, agreeing to the statement. Okay. The darker the red is more it disagrees. So these are things that people have voted on. So these are all different responses, and they've all received votes in regards to how good they are. So let's have a look here. So the dark, the dark green here is like what is ethically permissible is subjective, and therefore so is permissiveness of cannibalism. So that's just... Uh, making the question, reinstating the question. Exactly. It's saying... So not presenting a view, just exactly. presenting the question. Yeah. Um, okay, wonderful. So, and the, yeah, these are responses, and they've graded how kind of, how they are... This is a cool website. I like this. So it's got the scale here, so it shows where it is on the scale. So here's a negative one. Cannibalism permits humans to view other humans as prey. It is ethically wrong to view other persons as such. But people uh, do that... Not regarding prey, not regarding you know cannibalistic ways. Uh, people, you know, uh, want to get that opportunity at work. They want to try to um, psychologically manipulate, you know, yeah, things like that. So it's not necessarily as food. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. People try to you know get that one up over the other people. Yeah, uh, let's have a look here. So a person may not be aware of the consequences of this consent, which brings up an interesting point because obviously I think. We're gonna view it as if no, I do not consent you eating my arm, Alex. No, 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 no. no, no. no look, 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 bro, bro, look, bro, 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 bro. Listen, man. Listen, Sound like man. Chris Evans and Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> yeah, bro. Chicken ain't vegan. Milk's <laughs> not vegan. Um, you know, so like this comes to the thing. If 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 you're consenting to your body to be eaten after you die, like I feel like a lot of our ethics revolves around the idea of consent. When you think about it, right? Um, if you want to be like. Not gross, but if you want to look at like sort of like the darker side of things, our sex laws revolve around consent. Children can't consent, animals can't consent, drunk people can't consent, and so on. Like the list goes on, and therefore we outlaw that, right? But if somebody consents to the thing that's happening to them, where where, where does that ethics lie? Do well, we so t- you say you want to donate your body to science, and if the scientists want to eat your body, is it okay? If it's a scientific research, maybe <laughs> to see the effects of human meat. On the digestive system. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, that's the thing. Like, what, what do you what do you value most? Do you reckon, Michael? O- ethics from a broad point of view, or I guess an objective point of view, or a person's ethics about themselves. So, for instance, say say it was outlawed that you couldn't. Um, what's the word? How do, how do I phrase this in a way where the analogy is very, very tame? Um, say it was outlawed for you to cut somebody's hair, right? Unless you had all these degrees and stuff like that. But one of your friends came up to you, like you, you've actually cut people's hair before. You, you no longer got a degree, but you cut people's hair. You're pretty good at it. One of your friends came up to you and said, hey, do you mind cutting my hair? You know, you cutting their hair would be against what, what society is deemed as ethical. That person is wanting you to do it to them. What would you value more in that situation? So call it informed consent. Yes. Yeah. So if they've given you, it goes again back to the consent. Yes. If they give you the consent, but then again, are they of age? Are they, <laughs> let, are they drunk? Let, let's they, assume they're of clear mind and body, and they're twenty-five years old. And. It's a tricky one. I mean, like cutting hair to cannibalism. I know, I know. Two different, I, different yeah, things. they are one's different. Le- one's absolutely lethal, and you can't come back from that. Yeah, like cutting hair, you can grow your hair back. You can't grow your limb back. Say, for instance, you can't grow hair in this universe. Mm. Cutting hair is a definitive choice. Hmm, it's very a uh, moral issue, Alex. Yeah, this is why I'm bringing it to the table, Michael. I wanted to know your verdict. Well, it's just. I don't know. Like it just feels like uh, you'd have to go do th- tons of paperwork, tons of. It just feels like the euthanasia debate. <laughs> yeah, where do you stand in euthanasia debate? Um, uh, sanity of life. Oh, so, so you be so people shouldn't be able to. Um, yeah, it, it's a tricky issue. I need to get more information on the things to mm. articulate my argument. But at, at the moment, that's why I stand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's no, no, stand, yeah. that's fair. That's fair. So, like personally, I believe, like where, where I sit on the side of things, I think if a person consents to something and they have the information, like you said, informed consent, and what they're doing does not harm anybody else. Um, ooh, that sentence alone yes, brings up a few things exactly. as well, because there could be mental harm. But, okay, so, yeah, I mean, generally where I sit is that if the person is consenting, they should be allowed to do what they do, as long as it doesn't come to the harm of anybody else. So when I think of, like, voluntary euthanasia, um, I think about situations where people, the reason why they're looking at that is there's no other choice. You know, there, there, there's there's a there's a girl on TikTok who has been she's been documenting her. Uh, I think she's American or Canadian. She's been documenting her um, journey to get voluntarily euthanized. She's twenty something, but she has a chronic um, terminal illness, and she's living in pain every day. So she's like, you know, it's gonna it's gonna happen. Recently. Um, now this is probably going to get a bit sensitive for uh, some people who are out there, so so just bear with. Um, recently, she she got rejected for euthanasia, and then on the TikTok she said, "Well, I guess I'm going to do it myself anyway," and so like she's planning to end her own life um, because they're not allowing her to medically do that. Like, there's no assisted suicide, right? Um, and people in the comments, like it, you know. Anywhere else on the internet, this would be like, oh, don't do it, blah, blah, this, blah, blah, that. A lot of people like saying, hey, look, I hope you're okay. Here's therapy services. Well, no, not even that. It's, it's, she's like, it's not mental pain, it's physical pain that she's in. And people are just like, hey, um, look, uh, I hope you're okay with this choice. 
um, you know, we'll be here while you're here kind of thing. Like they're not saying go do it, that it's like being supportive of her choices there. And it, if it's so, it was such a weird thing just to have it pop up on my timeline. It is, it is, um, it's, it's, it's sure is a tough issue. Mm. I think like explaining from my perspective, just not being on preachy, I think from like the, the, the religious point of view is that your body is a gift from God mm-hmm. and therefore you, you, you know, it's a gift. You can't destroy it. Okay. Yeah. And that's, that's the perspective. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, it's such a tough moral issue. Yeah. And which um, which is why it's still debated so much. Like we're not going to have the answers for that. Today. We don't have the answers. The verdict doesn't have the answers. That's the verdict. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there, there are some things where like, if I was put in a position of power, I just say, Yes, no. Like, I couldn't make that decision, right? Yeah, that's why we put it on our poll. <laughs> yeah, that's why a lot of Instagram followers choose that. <laughs> hey, guys, uh, should I go buy a sister suicide tonight? Yes or no? <laughs> 51% said yes. Yeah, oh, gosh. No. Um, no, like, yeah, like, it, it's such, like, a, a moral thing because not every situation is going to be so black and white, you know? We don't know who has been coerced into thinking that this is a good idea. We don't know who has been not been given the options that might be available out there. We don't know who is i guess abusing or looking at the the laws to get their own way in certain things and stuff like that like there's so much um gray gray area yeah yeah it's like people also you know with 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 the school shootings and stuff yeah they just kill a bunch of people and then they kill themselves Mm -hmm. yeah um yeah that's like uh you know all the people who wronged me and then that's it mm mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah, which would really... That's, that's a whole. I'm just scared of being a teacher in America. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be a teacher in America. Mm. One, you don't get paid anything. And two, the education system is terrible there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, so um, what, about, what, about, what about yourself? So in regards to this cannibalism thing, mm. where do you think you sit on it? If, if, for instance, if somebody had... If somebody had said, like, with full consent, hey, um, for instance, say, say they were on a really risky flight. Right, and they said, you know, I might die on this flight just because it's taped together with duct tape. Uh, if I die, here's what's going to happen to me. I would like my things to go to this person. I like my assets to go to this person. Also, you can consume my body if you want to. Um, I know times are tough out there. <laughs> um, they go for it. Like, would would you think that'd be an acceptable way to? Well, personally, I'll stick to my morality, and I wouldn't. Yeah, fair enough. Even if they're already dead. Yeah, they'll, they'll make it worse. <laughs> if they weren't, be like, I'm hungry. Ah. <laughs> Why won't you die? Um, I'll just go to Subway and have a steak. Uh, and Chipotle. And Chipotle and aioli sauce. I'll, I'll prefer that. What I get is I get chicken teriyaki and spicy mayo. Oh, do you? That spicy is good. With, with jalapenos? No, because jalapenos are always like pickled weirdly so they're always just a bit tangy just but then subway that the bread the, the person puts their arm on the sub <laughs> chops it off and it to <laughs> <laughs> they can only piece you want a foot long here you oh go. no okay tarantino <laughs> oh put get them dogs off my subs <laughs> tarantino ordering a foot long sub uma <laughs> <laughs> thurman's like <sighs> she just not again <laughs> yeah okay well that's interesting no i I mean, it's weird for me because, okay, okay, let's put this into perspective for you. Um, A lot of people, the reason why they're vegan or why they don't believe certain things about animals uh, or treating animals a certain way is because animals can't consent to that, right? So, for instance, the reason why I don't like horse racing and general like greyhound racing is because those animals don't get to consent to that being pushed upon them. 
but everybody who's involved in that gets chooses the direction of this animal's life. Yep, and they get very rich from it. The animal does not reap that benefits, or in a way that that animal is going to actually benefit from. Maybe, maybe they go, "Oh, we bought her a lovely stable. It's mm. got the finest mahogany wood." And it's like she doesn't care. She's a horse. Let her do horse things. Um, so yeah, that, but that's, again, because the horse precisely doesn't care, isn't that? Well, no, because horses are being killed because they're not they're falling over in races and stuff like that. The horse wouldn't care about it. <laughs> it would. Self-preservation. It's a prey animal. Mm. All it wants to do is live. Let's uh, live and eat grass and poop. Yeah. Um, the, yeah. The what is it? The the Maslow hierarchy of needs. <laughs> yeah. He wants to reach self-enlightenment, Michael. <laughs> yeah. This horse wants to become a guru. Um, no, but like yeah. So these animals aren't able to consent to be put in these positions, which could end up in their death. But we put them in these positions, we gamble on them, we support the industry, and it's just this like really like, and that's why so you're associated to slavery. Yeah, mm, ooh, ooh. Yes, not in the way that slavery has affected real life people, but in the way that's where, the way slavery works is people are put into situations against their will and forced to do something that we benefit from. It's horse racing. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so that that's my stance. You're just gonna go the full, uh, the last Jedi on me, Alex. The the middle of the casino planet with the horses. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, so that's that's kind of like what how I view that. Yeah, that's fine. Um, and that's how a lot of you know vegans, vegetarians view the consumption of meat. You know, especially the the the, the inhumane methods of uh, killing said animals mm-hmm. and the 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 really horrid farming practices. That not only not only obviously the animal itself, but the way we farm is so destructive. Mm. So yeah, so like I myself, I don't eat red meat, right? Um, there's something in the way, how like something in the way. <laughs> I was thinking, I was thinking the other one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, there's something in the way um, that like mammals exist. If that makes sense, like mammals seem to have like such. They have personalities. They have thoughts. They have relationships, right? You see a cow. Cows can recognize who they're with. When they're treated nicely, they they create like you know that like dairy farmers, for instance, if they're treating their cows nice, the milk they get is much better. Oh yeah, and yeah. so like you know they have relationships, right? And like I don't eat red meat because I feel like that's just a weird thing to. This is exactly like how to own your own business, Alex. So treat as 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 an employment. What, what's owner, going on right now? As an employment owner, train people well enough so they can leave. Treat them well enough so they don't want to. Oh, nice. Is that like on the grind set mindset yeah. facts? T- take care of Instagram. your employees and they will take care of your business. It's simple as that. Yeah, it is. Loyal employees are assets, not liabilities. Correct. I agree. And, I very but much agree. if your employees are cows and you slaughter them for your business, <laughs> how does that work? <laughs> well, dairy farmers don't really. It's, it's dairy farming. But at the end of the cow's lifespan. Yeah, we don't talk about that. We don't talk about that. No, so in the end, it doesn't even matter. So yeah, like I feel like you know, like that's why I I have gone off milk. Like I don't drink milk if if I'm given the chance. Okay. Um, cheese I'm having rarely. Um, but yeah, like like yeah, I don't I don't consume like red meat, like mammalian meat because that just feels weird. Like no offense to chickens, chickens are dumb. Chickens can survive without a head. For a very long amount of time. Are you smarter than a chicken? <laughs> so are you smarter than the fifth grader? Yeah. Like, are you smarter than a chicken? Um, what is a male deer? Buck. <laughs> <laughs> it's horrible. 
how much is a dollar? Fuck! Oh my goodness. You say my jokes are bad. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Uh, it's good so, how stuff. can we support these youth in Asia? Uh, youths in Asia? Well, look, we can go over to Cambodia. We can. No, yeah, no. Um, but yeah, like so that, that that's where I feel. I, I'm I, a lot of like my ethics is based on consent. Mm. Fish and chickens, fish are one of the lowest order life forms, ahead of lizards. Like it's oh no no it's fish and then lizards. It's fish brain lizard brain because we were swimming before we were on yeah. It's like fish don't fish share fish brain lizard brain. Yeah, fish don't share that relationship. Like they don't have bonds like that. Yeah. They're purely survival, right? Chickens, like. There used to be a circus act where they chopped off the head of a chicken. As long as they put food in its head spout, it would live for a while. Okay. Because it could do that. Like the the brains are so tiny. <laughs> like I don't know. It, it's different with like like mammals. It's like I think. you know, you eat fish to get smarter, or like yeah, omega three. Yeah. But they're dumb. <laughs> oh yeah, it's how the world is works. It the, is it the duality of fish? <laughs> The duality of fish. <laughs> They're dumb on itself, but you eat it and you become smarter. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So you eat something dumb to become smarter. Mm. So if you eat something smart, you become dumb. Mm, cannibalism. They're all, they're all a bunch of. Uh, so cannibalism. You got to eat less educated people. <laughs> <laughs> this feels like this feels like a what's the word eugenics? <laughs> yeah. Where they just go, we're gonna wipe out the poor. Oh, <laughs> we're gonna consume them. Yes. Um, but yeah, so th- that's my thoughts on that. Mm. So, what's your thoughts on COVID nineteen? <laughs> no, and actually, its effect actually, on the population. Oh, it's terrible. No, um, I do want to ask. So, in regards to sort of your religious point of view and the consumption of meat, how do those two things interact? Uh, well, because generally, meat eating is not frowned upon. We're not. Well, like, isn't it like certain types of meat? Right? No, we we don't uh, like we, we, uh, Hinduism. They regard cows as sacred animals. Yeah. I think it's uh, one aspect of Hinduism or yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a certain part of Hinduism. So that's why they don't eat beef. But don't Catholics and Jewish people not eat pork for certain reasons? No. It's just... Uh, I mean, I know Jewish people don't, but... Jewish people don't. Uh, and, Catholics um, do. We're encouraged actually to eat on like Saints' feast days. We're meant to feast. Gotcha. And what? You can feast on not a beast. Yeah, that's true. I mean, but like just celebrating. Yeah. It's not frowned upon or discouraged. What about... Cause What's the remind me again what the deal with Lent is? Uh, Lent I'm, is basically um, the forty days of repentance and stuff for your for your sin. Yep. Uh, this is a really, really, really summarized. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of it. course, of course. Um, it's just basically a reflecting on the past because the ultimate thing of the Catholic faith is Jesus dying and being resurrected. Mm-hmm. So it's preparing us mentally and spiritually for when Jesus dies. It's like a respect type of thing. The forty days when Jesus was in the desert, mm-hmm. um, you know, without much. So is that like it's like a restricted diet as it's well? It's like a yeah. It's like a on Fridays you're not meant to eat meat. Yeah. Um, that's why you see the large intake of fish, fillet of fish on Fridays. Yes, yes, yes. And fish and chip stores, especially on Good Friday, when you see the, the fish and chip stores are like really yeah. the biggest. Yeah. Sale, but uh, it's more like a self-control thing like i have a lot of friends who generally don't even eat meat on fridays regardless of the time of the year oh okay yeah um so every friday 52 yeah. weeks a year yeah and it's more like to just to, like to fast some people they call it i think it's like a black fast or something it's called they don't generally eat anything just water and say some something really small like a yeah n- yeah sounds very similar to ramadan 
Something like that. Because with Ramadan, it's like you don't eat during the sunlight hours. So you eat before the sun rises and after the sun sets. Yeah, I'm not too familiar on Ramadan, but like that's what that's what I've seen. Yeah, because like essentially, so yeah, one one of my uh, Muslim friends like went through that with me because. Um, uh, Alex, Dominus. what are you doing under the table? I'm jiggling my leg with my hands down there. There's something else going on. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm not going to make a joke. Good. You want my hands to stay Don't up here now? Ramadan like that, Alex. I'm, I'm not going to make a joke. I feel like it's yeah, sacrilegious. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, so yeah, um, I worked with a, a fair few people who are um, Muslim. And obviously when we're doing Domino's deliveries, we're on the night shift. Mm. So it's like they come in and they go, hey, do you mind if I grab something to eat? I've not eaten all day. I'm like, yeah, sure. Just take it in, in your car and stuff like that. And so uh, uh, one of my friends, we haven't seen in a while actually, um, he kind of went through it with me. And he's like saying a lot of it is like to be thankful what you have when you have it. So in Ramadan, you just, you're not, consuming mm. there's no kind of giving into um uh what's 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 the word um, vices that's the one i was gonna yeah because gus uses it uh giving into vices and stuff like that where you're sort of just being thankful for what you have and showing that restraint and then at the end of ramadan it's like a celebration you've made it through you've done that you've shown who, that you can do this and stuff like that that's why it's just like a form of penance yeah 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 um so yeah i, I it's quite interesting when you look at religion and that and food and that side of things and, and humans and he, num 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 <laughs> human food delicioso <laughs> all right let's have a look at another another topic here uh we might end up going into a break um should we go into a break actually yeah, yeah. let's do it let's 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 have a natural um very easy um put this one, a, a very smooth transition to more music Better mental health. Only on IPL Radio. Only on where? IPL Radio. IPL Radio. That's our station. Yeah. Hmm. Uh. All right, well, welcome back to The Verdict. Welcome back to The Verdict. Uh, before our break, we were discussing a bunch of ethical things. And before we jumped on, Michael said, is there, is there like a Marvel section on this website? And I'm having a look. I don't... Th- oh, entertainment. There you go. Let's click on it. Marvel versus DC. Which universe right. is better? Of course. Of okay, course. Well, well, let's see what people... What does people think? So, Marvel... So, DC is red and Marvel is green. I think it's the oversaturation of Marvel movies that are in the popular consensus that have swayed people more to Marvel. That is probably true. And the, some of the bad qualities and the reputation of DC Studios. That is also true, but then again, uh, peak DC movies are really good. Like if if it done like the Dark Knight and Joker, and the Batman, the Joker was okay. Mm. I I feel like the Joker isn't peak DC because it didn't feel like a DC movie. No, it was a standalone which used the Joker, just yeah. like the Velma series. <laughs> it's so I haven't watched it. It looks like she made a satirical show about Scooby Doo. Forgot to tell everybody it was satirical and went, look at this great show I've made. And everyone went, this is horrendous. I think uh, the main thing, like, uh, sometimes with Mindy Kaling projects is that she projects herself as the character. Oh, yeah. And always a love interest as a white male. She has massive self-hatred. Like, specifically, like, internalized racism with her is humongous. It's, it's yeah. And she's not revealing the parent of her two children, but BJ Novak. BJ Novak, yeah. The godfather. Oh, okay, yeah. Gosh. So yeah, there's that. That wouldn't surprise me, I don't think. 
Um, I'm having a look here. That's that's a loaded question. What's the loaded question? <laughs> Just read that. I can't. I don't have my glasses. Uh, I'm not going to say it live. Actually, I wouldn't say that live on air. Um, let's have a look here. So, um, okay, here's an interesting one. If vampires existed, is killing them immoral? Huh. <laughs> Can we discuss Abraham Lincoln Vampire Slayer? No, I've never seen it. You heard about it. I've heard about it. I heard he's like four score and the vampire's head up my ass. I don't know. So if vampires are real, is it ethical to kill them? Yeah. Because think about it, they're immortal, right? If you look at a vampire culture, they're immortal. Are they actively antagonizing you? They're vampires, my guy. But who knows? Unlike the Twilight vampires, are they gonna eat animals? Or eat I mean vampire twilights Twilight vampires eat animals. So they're just Sometimes they have so to eat it's humans. good when vampires eat animals, but well, it's it bad stops when them eating human us. Eats animals. It stops them eating us. So take that veganism. <laughs> I don't think I don't think the vegans were hopping up in the Twilight fandom. Oh, you never. So know. what are they? Going, why don't they just eat beetroot, man? It's the same thing. Will, will a vegan actively sacrifice themselves in order to save an animal? Yes. So there you go. <laughs> All right, vampires, you've got your main source of food. They all have iron deficiencies. <laughs> Make sure they don't stand up too quick, otherwise they'll they'll get dizzy. Yeah, and that happens to me now. Okay, so is it ethical to kill vampires? It really depends. Do you think vampires are people or monsters? So replace, you can just replace vampires with like anything. <laughs> well, not really, because vampires are immortal. I think that's kind of why. Yeah. So killing them, are you doing them an act of service? Well, the the. And, and it's back against the euthanasia debate. <laughs> yeah, right. You're right. You're right. Um, What's the Hollywood one? Whitewashing in Hollywood should it be banned? Well, it's already very frowned upon. Mm, it depends on the film. Depends on the cultural context and the setting of the film. Yeah, I feel like there are instances where white people could do the part of a non-white person, but that's not really going to happen today or tomorrow. I think it'll happen at a point if we ever get to that point where. There is inclusion and stories have been told and so on and so forth. I feel like in the future, definitely that whitewashing will be fine because uh, the only time I think I think whitewashing specifically refers to real people who existed being played by white actors when they weren't white. Yeah. So I feel like that is immoral because often like people's experiences are based on a lot of different things. One of them being race. So like the, like what was it? Emma Stone in that movie Aloha. She, the person was like half Asian. And Emma Stone's playing her. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Scarlett Johansson. And there's been a lot of other ones where people have been... I've, I've heard about that, yeah. Yeah, so, so I, I feel like... I feel like dude band. playing another dude dressed up as another dude. <laughs> I feel like band is a really strong word. Um, Actually, you know, like, uh, one of the most diverse things I've seen recently? It's like the new Square Enix game. I forgot what... I, can, are you able to look up the name? Okay. It's like... Uh, um, The protagonist is like... Like, you know, like a Final Fantasy game, but, like, the main protagonist is, like, a black woman. Uh-huh. Uh, well, I, look up. I don't know what the game is. Like, trans or something. And I was like, that's the most... Because okay. Square Enix usually has white protagonists and everything. Oh, yeah. Tell me about it. And so, like... Oh, Forspoken? Yeah, Forspoken. Uh-huh. uh-huh. It looks cool. Yeah, it's the magic, right? It's got, like, magic and cool yeah. stuff. Upcoming ac- action oh, the game gameplay is game. so sick. Like, look at the free roaming. She's just like bounding through the scene. Oh, oh, that looks so nice. Clean, yeah, that looks nice. And uh, basically, yeah, she's just a, a person who's got like an isekai. Have you heard of isekai before? 
I heard the name, don't know. It's basically it. a modern day person gets chucked into the past. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Arcus Arcus Slayer. Slayer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So pre-release gameplay for Forspoken, the game will have a focus on terrain traversal, speed and fluidity. That's one of the things that made Spider-Man so good. Yeah. Was that ability to move around but in like, ways. But look at the actual gameplay of a movement. It is it absolutely sick. It's just so, so fluid, but like, yeah. Okay, the protagonist, Frey Holland, is a young woman who's transported from New York City to the fantasy world of Athia. She uses magical powers to journey through it and survive in order to find her way home. I was just like, Athia, Africa. Black yeah. person called Freya. After everything in God of War, Freya, Frigg. Maybe. Uh, maybe. What, what's Kratos' wife's name? Uh, Faye. Faye. Yeah. So many Freys. Mm. And Wait, Freya. Frey is a very like powerful woman's name. Mm. Because a lot of like Nordic women were quite powerful in terms of stature in the household. So that's why you know, it, it can be used to represent power. You know, it's like, who would you rather have fighting next to you in a war? Daisy or Freya? Or Freya. I know who I would like. Or Kill Bill. <laughs> yes, my first name is Kill. My last name is Bill. My parents Bill. were horrible people. <laughs> Bill. Kill Bill. Killiam William. That's Killian. what they call me on the streets. Um, yes, Athia is under the tyrannical rule of Tantus, which include Tantasila and Tantaprave. Other characters include Frey's sen- sentient bracelet, Cuff, the archivist Johede, and Auden? Auden? Anyway, that, that looks really cool. Scarculus. Johansson. <laughs> what are you reading? <laughs> like cuff, cuff. cuffless. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't think of anything. Uh, but yeah, no, this does look very, very good. But like, no, you never seen like a black female protagonist in a Square Enix like Square Enix, Japanese, yeah. Japanese yeah. type. Of oh game, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's just Japanese people are very specific on what they like to exactly. see. Exactly. Yeah, and I haven't seen much promotion for this game. So I mean, I have. I saw it. I saw. I saw an ad for it on YouTube. Really? I think it's only just started to be in production. Because so it's coming out on the 24th. It is. It is. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look at... Oh, I need to get a PS5 first. Mm. I don't have a PS5 yet. I'm just going to watch uh, some walkthroughs and stuff of it. Because it looks really interesting. I mean, I watch some gameplay and I get some early reviews. I li- when I'm playing a game, I like to go in with, with nothing. Um, unless I get stuck and I look up the entire walkthrough. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's very cool. That's very, very, very cool. Um, let's have a look here. Um, Scooby-Doo. I want to, there's this one, like, okay, on this website they were looking at, they're often like, fireworks should only be enjoyed at organized public displays and not sold domestically. RIP Australia Day this year. <laughs> yeah. Cancel the fireworks. Yeah. I mean, because last year no one showed, showed up. Yeah. Um, because of COVID. Yeah. Um, so, like, look, this this is like a question. This is like a prompt, right? And here's a prompt. Overwatch Heroes. What is that? What does that mean? If I click on it, it's going to it's gonna have nothing. Use custom perspective to recommend a hero composition. Oh, this is stupid. Oh, it's like a hero class, which is the most optimized. Yeah, yeah. Because I've been getting, I've been playing Overwatch recently. Have you played Overwatch? No, I haven't played it. It's it's pretty. You got a I heard about it, and I I watched all the cinematic videos about it. Have you have you got an Xbox or PlayStation? I have a PlayStation Four. I mean, it's free. Oh, Overwatch Two. But I don't have online. I I never been online. I oh, mean, like you don't have PlayStation Plus. No. Uh okay. Yeah. I, I like playing single player games. That's fair. No, I I I like Overwatch. I walk a lonely road. Lonely. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I, I like I I like playing it because the game's like ten minutes. It's it's very oh, yeah, it's yeah. accessible, and I've started. I've unlocked all the heroes apart from one right now, so I'm kind of just vibing along, getting a feel of it. And it's just it's pretty colors, you know. Like yeah. Apex is really like gritty in the way that it looks. Do you play Pokemon Unite? You'd like that if that's similar. I have not. Those games are pretty short too. Nice. Yeah. But it's yeah. like a mobile. Overwatch is a mobile, right? No, no it's, it's uh, not a mobile. PlayStation. 
Yeah. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's not it's not a mobile game. Um, no, mobiles are not mobile games. Well, mobile. Oh, multi online. Um, Battle Arena. Yeah. No, it's it's not. Well, it's not that. I don't know. I don't know what. I'll say it's a mobile. That's what. No, 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 no. In Pokemon Unite, there's a skin of Blastoise in a monocle. Oh, nice. That's enough incentive to play it. <laughs> mm. Look, Michael, we've touched on this before. Should drunk drunk should drugs be legalized? Uh, we're going to talk about Kingsman Two again. That's the thing. This is where the original thing came up. This is that original discussion. It, but I mean, like, I should I've all never, drugs. Sorry, specifically. I've never taken drugs myself. Mm-hmm. I will remain silent. Okay, like for for valid medical purposes. Yep. So you're talking about like like cannabis for like medical purposes and stuff like that. I, I don't know much about drugs. So okay. I, I'm not I'm not the right person to speak about this. Okay. Well, okay. So uh, as a druggie yourself, what's your thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> like I'm surely like a few years ago I met you at the fuel station, you asked me for drugs and I said no. And then look Ow. at look at me now. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I've I've got the perspective that I think it's it's a it's it's a non-argument sometimes um, where I say that drugs should be legal because there are things that are currently legal that are far worse than drugs, if you know what I mean. Um, and I feel like if you make things legal, it means people aren't dangerously interacting with these things. So because drugs are illegal now, you have to go to a guy of a guy that you know, find him, trust that what he's selling you is what you want and not something else and then find a discreet place to, to take it and hope that you don't have an, a reaction that's bad. Yeah, come to our studio. <laughs> yeah, we've got three hours. You can just sit in the corner. Yeah, you can just literally do your deals while we're just talking on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just don't, don't, don't get any full names on the, on, the, on the mics. No, but like, um, yeah, like there's, there's so much, because it's, it's illegal, people are still going to access it either way, right? People are going to find ways to it's access drugs. It's a forbidden drugs. fruit thing. Yeah. And if you legalize it, one, you make it safer to use, which takes away a fair bit of the harm effects, right? Because why do you think drugs are illegal? Uh, the misuse of it and the excess quantities of people can consume it that are not safe. Okay. The reason why drugs are illegal is because we can't make money off it. But there's a huge drug industry. Yeah, and that's going to the people. The government isn't making money off it, is it? The government makes well, the money government off... the government makes money off pharmaceuticals. Yeah, yeah, but the government makes money off cigarettes and alcohol, right? Tobacco and alcohol, two very intense drugs, right? Um, Coffee. I mean, yeah. I mean, um, like, we, we, let's look at tobacco specifically, right? Manufactured cigarettes are highly toxic. They contain more than just nicotine, uh, and they've got you know addictive cycles in them. The government sells them, but it's fine. And they're raising the prices off it. Yeah, and they're getting a fat check for selling them because the taxes are so high. Pardon me. So the reason, like, you know, in in America, and we learn a lot from America. Um, in America, the reason why, like, like, drugs were used as a commodity for those people who couldn't get up in the world, right? Then it became illegal because people were now getting access to money and stuff like that. So it's it's never really looking at the harmful effects or this, that, and the other. Like obviously drug-related crime is something that people care about, but that's not the reason, you know? Mm. So like, I think that if you legalize drugs, you could make it safer to access, make it safer to consume, if the, if the government cared about that, which I'm not too sure they do, make it um, take away all, like, all variables that impact the harm 
side of things. Because, you know, everything is lethal in a dose. You drink too much alcohol, you can die in a night. You drink too much water. Yeah, it take, but you can't consume that much water, which is the thing. So, yeah, if you drink too much alcohol for your body to handle, you will die. Or you will be end up in an intense situation where you have to, like, seek hospital. Wow. Well, go to the hospital. Um, but in regards to, like, drugs, a lot of the harm comes from the situations that they're put in because they're illegal. Oh, I see. Yeah. So, you know, if, if, if you're... I don't take drugs, but if your cannabis was laced with stuff that you weren't aware of because you got it from Joe, the drug dealer down the road, but if you managed to access your cannabis through a legal system that was presented by the government, which is happening in America now, you've got dispensaries, so you know that what you're getting has gone through that FDA approval, mm. right? So you know you're not going to have something laced with something else. So you, you're going to be able to buy your cannabis go somewhere to the privacy of your own home, not worrying about someone coming in and investigating you. Um, smoke it, have your time that you need to have, not worry that you're going to end overdosing on something you didn't know was there. Hmm. That's, I think that's, that's my perspective on it. Yeah. I'm always, instead of prosecution, I'm always for harm minimization, which, okay, uh, actually, yeah. Have you, have you heard about like harm minimization Harm minimization as like the concept. yeah that's so that we have a, a word for that at work. It's called the duty of risk. No, the the freedom of risk or something like that. Mm -hmm. So basically, if I'm with a client, he loves smoking. Mm -hmm. uh, that's his own choice. Mm -hmm. Smoking. He's not actively harming anyone by smoking, mm -hmm. unless he's smoking, you know, in a closed space with me, and I don't like smoke. Mm -hmm. um, if he's gone outside and he's smoking, that's his business. Yeah. If he's actually trying to punch someone. Mm. You know, that's not good. It's, mm. it's, it's like the dignity of risk. That's what it's called. Yeah, okay. So um, un unless it's like an extreme circumstance, you know, that they want to do something really drastic to themselves, we got to intervene. But, you know, something like smoking, something like eating a lot of food, something like spending money to mm -hmm. an extent, that's called dignity of risk. You can do whatever you want. That's gotcha. your independence as a human. Yeah. So, so when I look at like harm minimization in regards to drugs, let's take mm. a really intense drug like heroin. Yeah. Right? Um, you know, people shoot up heroin, they fall asleep, and they found them, themselves in dangerous situations. Um, if you like, you know, needles like a um, trigger warning for a lot of stuff because this is quite gross. Like needles will snap off in their skin, and then they've just got needles in their body. They have high risk of infections and stuff like that. So the idea for harm minimization is you set up spaces where people can take drugs, and they're being monitored, but they're not at risk of felony right so um there's these like rooms where people can come in shoot up the drugs be in a safe environment Could there be a misuse of that too in what way how would that be misused i don't know like it feels like uh just monitoring all these people are you misused by the government is that what you're saying or like by law enforcement i think kind of both in a way um just monitoring this would be a pain especially yeah the amount of people. I mean, it depends how many people come through, right? Yeah. So if you've, if you've got a room set up, if you've got medically trained personnel in there, you've got sharps disposal units. That's why in a lot of toilets you've got sharps disposal so that people can shoot up in a toilet, get rid of their syringes, the dirty needles, and not risk somebody at, of, of infection, infection or being exposed to drugs. So th these rooms are set up where people can come in, do what they need to do. They're in a safe environment where they're not going to get mugged on the street. They're not going to get beaten up. They're not going to get injured because they've taken these drugs. Um, 
and the drugs are easily dis- disposed and stuff like that. And I, I like I'm all for those kinds of things because when when we look at drug charges, it's it's persecuting a person who's taken a drug. They might not have done anything wrong. So it's more like normalizing, you know, get out of bed, brush my teeth, go inject some heroin. People do that now. That's hospital. what I'm saying. People do that now. People get out of bed, shoot up, and then they end up in really terrible situations where they can die. This just allows them a space. It's, it's not trying to say, it's not saying, hey guys, uh, we've got a heroin room in here. Do you guys want to come over and do some heroin? It's like, no, bring your own drugs, bring your own stuff. Here's a space where if you want to do that, you're not going to end up in a really dangerous situation. like a youth center. <laughs> yeah. Um, you guys, uh, we've got a, we got a Xbox in the back, um, heroin shooting up room over there. Oh, a kitchen is fully stocked. Have a go at it. Um, yeah, that that's I'm I'm a big believer in that because I feel like now I feel that could be feasible. I feel that might bring a whole lot of other issues that may be unprecedented. Oh yeah, yeah, and that's that's the thing. A lot of these things are trial and error. We learn. As I feel we do they things. definitely would have considered something like that. I don't see why they would. They have. exist. Yeah, yeah, they do. But exist. I would like to look up and see what possible repercussions happen in those situations. Okay, I'll see. I'll see and see if they're valid. Yeah, Michael, start talking for a bit. I'm going to do some research. No, we can, Keep just, the people we can just have silence. Silence. Oh is yeah, people love listening to silence, Michael. Yeah. Um, drug, um, minimization, Australia. Mm. Um, oh, I don't really want to look at scholarly articles. Um, let's Why not look scholarly look. articles? They're like because I hate going through them. I hate going. Let's look through. at the abstract. Oh gosh, preventing har- alcohol harm. I don't care about alcohol. Um, social controls, harm minimization. Ethnographic research, yikes. Um, of illicit Perth users, Perth users, illicit drug users in Perth WA with whom I maintained close social interaction over 12 months. Following the work of Zinberg, the article outlines some of the main social controls employed by these young drug users to use to reduce drug-related harm. Mm. These, con- these social controls are of two types, sanctions, the rules prescribing certain behaviors and pres- uh, proscribing others, and rituals, the stylized behavior surrounding the, the use of drug. Rituals. Yeah, so th- these are two types of um, harm minimization. Um, there exists an ideology of harm minimization amongst drug users, which may provide the basis for innovative programs. The implication of these findings are discussed with reference to one particular public health strategy, outreach and the possibility of a more active reciprocal and beneficial engagement between drug users and researchers health educators and policymakers is suggested mm. so what they're saying here is they've gone and, and immersed themselves in with people who take drugs and within those subcultures they find that they do certain things to protect themselves when they take drugs and they're saying we can use these what they do as an example what we can implement yep. in regards to legislation so, Alex, you need to cite this article, turn it in style, because we referenced it in our. Oh my gosh! Um, so, what's the what's the author's name and the title of the article and the year it was made? Oh, citing literature. Okay. And what encyclopedia is it from? Okay. Um, <laughs> so, Mer- Sarah MacLean, <laughs> Anna Penny, Robin Room, Europulsives, Limit to Acceptable uh, Acceptable. <laughs> I'm having I'm having elliptical. a moment. <laughs> elliptical um, <laughs> cyclical no limits to acceptable drunken com, uh, comportment. I've never come across that word before for young adults. International journey of drug policy, ten point one zero one six. Incorrectly cited. The author's name goes first. I did. I said it first. Did you actually? I was saying that first. <laughs> Those at home, clip it. 
Clip it and send it <laughs> Clip in. It. Clip it and send it in. H something something comma. Oh, H. I was looking at this one. Oh, okay, this one. okay. Uh, yes, yeah, so Carrie K. Rig, <laughs> Amanda Sharp. Death related to. Oh no, this is what they've they've referenced. Yeah, that's this what is I was what. Say, why were you looking at the bottom? You no, sometimes the, sometimes oh, they the they they put that there where they go. Oh, exploitation. <laughs> we actually doing this. Yeah. Uh, how to cite? Here we go. Now. More Dean, 1993. Social controls, harm minimization, interactive outreach, the public health implications <laughs> of ethnog- ethnography of drug use. Australian Journal of Public Health, 17, 58 to 67. HTTPS DOI dot slash ten point one 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 slash j point one seven five three dash six four zero five point nine nine one nine nine three. TB0015.x. Zero, 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 I think legally we have to do this for all the articles we've done previously. <laughs> all right, guys, bear with me. I'm just going to get into this. <laughs> um, yeah. So um, I think I think that's pretty cool. So yeah. uh, let's have a look. So this is Australia as well. So since the 1985 launch of the National Campaign Against Drug Abuse, Australia has adopted a harm minimization approach for addressing a range of issues associated with the use of tobacco, alcohol, and other drugs. Hmm. The approach recognizes that drug use is a complex phenomenon that will never be entirely eliminated, eliminated and that people who use drugs should be supported to progressively reduce harms to themselves and the wider community. Um, so demand reduction, so prevent uptake and delay first use, reduce harmful use, support people yeah. to recover. So getting it from the source, um, you know, that's why like uh, health education in school, it's a lot to, that, that's what it implements. Supply reduction, control illicit drug and precursor availability, reduce illicit drug um, availability and accessibility, and then harm reduction, reduce risk behaviors and safer setting for, I'm assuming, taking drugs. Nice. Um, so yeah, look, I'm, I'm all for that. Good. I think that harm minimization is a very good way to go. You're keeping people who take drugs alive and providing them a safe place to, and minimizing drug-related crime, which is one of the big things that affects us. So I like think. giving like, what, food stamps for drugs? No, 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 they, like, they're not supplying drugs. Okay, they're they not bring going. Their own. All right, when have we got that? Oh, we got two heroines today. Nice. No, it's 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 making sure that when they take drugs, the bad things that may happen with drugs yeah. doesn't happen, or they reduce the risk of it happening. I see. Because the things that affect you and I, it's not that Billy Bob down the road is taking drugs. It's no when Billy Bob down the road takes drugs, get a, gets a really bad text from his ex, goes on 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 a rampage, goes onto the train station and smashes a car in. That's what affects us and. That's because of the the situations where people take this. Well, why take can't drugs. he go to the hospital, do all that, and then after the hospital, go to the train station and do the same thing? Because hopefully the drugs will be out of his system, and he's not going to be. So are they going to forcibly keep him there till it wears off? I don't know. Mm. I don't have the answer to that. I, I'm, I'm not too sure if they. Will, how them. will that impact our healthcare system? That's the thing. That's things the thing. cost money, man. Everything and that's out there costs money. All yeah. the things you hate cost money. All the things you like cost money. That's just the way it is. But, but the verdict is free on Spotify. It is. We didn't even have a Patreon. <laughs> Yeah. Yet. <gasps> we don't. I don't know. I don't know what content we'll make for a Patreon. Um, my OnlyFans. We'll, we'll get. We'll, we'll get give it. you personalized polls. Yeah, you know what? No, no, no. You come to us. Personalized questions of the week, exclusive <laughs> to our Patreon subscribers, that they can vote and write their own answer. Oh yes, all two of our followers. <laughs> that would be great, Mike. So we'll put one regular question of the week on our Instagram, and a special one on our Patreon. Actually, if you're at home today, you're sitting on a couch, perhaps you're eating a food. Perhaps you're eating a food. Eating a food, yes. Perhaps you're having a little bit of a snack, or maybe you've just had dinner. Perhaps you've eaten some um, 
some chips with some uh, perronese, perhaps. On, um, on, a, on a white plate. On a white plate at the table where I've played a Avatar mahogany, Legends. A mahogany table. It's, it's reclaimed wood, actually. It's okay. like reclaimed driftwood, so it's pretty cool. Um, but if you're in that situation and you, you want to get involved, send us some issues you want us to have a, the verdict on, whether it be personal issues and you want to get like a second opinion. The verdict does advice. We do. Um, quick disclaimer, the verdict is not responsible for any of the repercussions of any personal advice given out by the verdict. These are of a general nature only. You should not be using your personal situations have unless nice you seem so. Thank you. Um, we had to say that like, exclaimer every single time. <laughs> yeah, man, no, no, no. That could be like like question of the week and then if people just want to just, I don't know, like we can keep it anonymous. We can, how about we do two polls in a week? One, we just ask for people to, <laughs> no, no, listen, one is self done. It's just, you go, hey. What do you want us to talk about? What do you, do you have want to vent about that you want us to discuss? Yeah. And the other one's a question of the week. And we can do that. And then we can have a section called, so we've got the question Vent, Venting of, with the verdict. Venting with the verdict. Sus. Sus? <laughs> Among Us. You vented. Oh, that. Oh okay. my gosh, Michael. I haven't, I'm, I haven't played it in a long time. Yeah, I don't, I don't care. You should be better than this. <laughs> um, have we discussed the glass? We did discuss the glass onion, haven't we? Yes, we have. Yes, we did cool, last cool, week, cool, yeah. cool. Um, yeah, so I reckon we can do that. And every time we, we say that, we have to say, Venting with the verdict. Yeah, so we're going to have the question of the week. And venting with the verdict. Yeah. It's, I feel it has to be like in a minor key. Cause like, yeah, yeah. Venting with the verdict or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like question of the week, venting with the verdict. <laughs> like like, <laughs> like the, the, the yin yang. Of yeah, the, exactly. Um. Yeah, and we'll have to record a disclaimer. So, like, the verdict's not responsible for any of the personal advice given today. Um, um, we have to do that at work, so. Yeah. Sure. But I provide you the advice. I am re- required to let you know that. What does I say? Your show sucks. <laughs> we'll we'll <laughs> we discuss, discuss it. We'll be like, you know what? Maybe your show <laughs> Maybe does <you> suck. <laughs> we, Maybe we need to go to HBO Max. <laughs> we do. Maybe Change we should be true. with Pedro Pascal. If he got on the show, this would be great. Maybe should, we should just get bought out by Disney. Yeah. Hey, have Feige manage our show. Hey, Disney big honch, head honchos, I know you're looking for a Disney-owned podcast, mm-hmm. a Disney-specific podcast. Hire the verdict. Ah, yeah. That'd be that. sick. Uh, did you also hear about the new Spider-Man variant? The the uh, uh, woman in a wheelchair. Oh, that's been around for a while. I never knew that was... So what it is, is there was a Spider-Geddon event. So there's been a lot of Spider-Verse details in the comics. And then the latest one, um, she is disabled so she has um so she swings with a wheelchair which is i mean it's fictionalized well, no, no, and, and and crutches mm. so she's got crutches that act as web shooters yeah which i think is pretty funky just the she's got just like these things uh yeah on this discussion i wanted to also talk about you know in avatar wave water the the wife was pregnant mm-hmm. and she wanted to go actively fight mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on that i think it's interesting because it didn't feel like like these stories, I feel like, surpass things like feminism. I feel like they're not about feminism. And it, feel, it feels more just the individual characters and portraying what kind of people they are. And maybe their stomachs are more resistant than normal humans. No, they're like I think, armor, so they can, the think, baby can be fine. I don't think that. I think she's willing to put her life and an unborn child's life at risk to protect the people who are living there. Yeah. Like, like yeah, I, I feel like it's the strength with her. Because... You know, a lot of people view pregnancy in itself as a weakness kind of thing. Like, no, it's it, it a wasn't nurturing, capable quality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, you know, like Western society, often it's like, uh, like you know, the way we view pregnant women can sometimes be different to the way that pregnant women view themselves. No, like you're treating them like kind of like a, you know, obviously. 
taking care. Yeah. You know, letting yeah, yeah. them sit down on yeah. the bus. Yes. No, you can stay up there. You're a powerful woman. But like, you know. Like I'm playing my Switch. Going to war. Yeah. It's no, th- cool if you're not pregnant. <laughs> but if you're pregnant. I mean, to her, it's like she either. It's like drinking alcohol when you're, when you're having a baby. There's, no, that is not the same. That is exactly the same. How, Michael? You could get shot in your stomach and the baby will die. Yeah, the baby's not take. Okay, when you drink alcohol, you are directly impacting the baby. And so going when, to war, no, having no, a baby. No, no, When you go to war, there's a possibility. Well, you can be an archer and snipe them. I mean, yeah. But look, she was going full on Conan the Barbarian. Michael, listen, listen, listen to this. Listen okay. to this, all right. Her choices are stand by and hope that the situation sorts itself out. If the situation doesn't sort itself out, then she has to die anyway. She's going to die anyway. They're going to kill her, right? Or so she take can- the baby along with me. Either way, the baby dies, Michael. I will Michael. go down with this shit. <laughs> I Come won't put it, That song is in The Last of Us, so I was happy when they played that song. Nice. Look, either way, the baby could die. Yeah. It's an equal chance of both happening. At least one in one of those situations, she gets her own agency. She gets to do it herself. Oh, and like figure in House of Dragon. I've never seen it. Oh, you haven't seen it? No. Oh. I don't care about Game Dragons. of Thrones. I mean, Dragon, these balls are good in your face. <laughs> hey! Hey! I got him! Dragons are cool. But. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> no, no at least... What? No comment. Okay. At least way, yeah, like she, she, she's taken it into her own hands. She's not letting that choice come to her. She's saying, okay, if there's a possibility of my baby dying, at least I get to protect the people that are alive and I care for. Because mm. that one baby's life doesn't weigh against her actual children who are living, breathing, and like about to, like, I guess... You know, they're, they're no, being no, I mean, brought like, up to take on the role of clan if she, leader. If she can, if she just had a sniper and just staying stationary and sniping the people, I don't think they had bow and arrows. Yeah, I know, but like, if that would be more valid than going charging to battle, yeah, it would be more valid. However, they didn't have that, so she had one option, which was to charge into battle. Yeah. Also, they're like nine feet tall. I think they can handle themselves. They were versing people. But remember, they weren't even there for half the fight. Yeah. They did the initial surprise and then they left. Mm. But like just the the the, the moving and all that. <laughs> yeah, because in the last POV, lot, you're yeah. a baby in the way of water. <laughs> I mean, you literally are, and that is the way of yeah, water. Yeah, it is. It is in the way of water. It is. <laughs> Maternity <laughs> is the way of water. Yeah. What is so that saying? Avatar's I was going to say pro-motherhood or anti-motherhood. I mean, it's pro-motherhood. It shows mm. Natiri is a mother and she's hunting. Remember, she like she goes to pull the bow back yeah. and her big old belly's in the way? The beer belly's in the way. Big old belly. I didn't say beer belly. There's a child in there, Michael. <laughs> Respect her. <laughs> I wasn't like, yeah, she's got a beer belly. No, I'm like <laughs> a big old belly. Big old belly. Big old belly. Slap jiggle. <laughs> That's why the Okay, Alex. <laughs> That's why the kid didn't listen to his daddy. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, no. This is a weird. Don't slap your wife. <laughs> yeah, don't slap your wife. What? Who, who said slap a wife? Slap the belly and make it jiggle. <laughs> Bend down, make it easy. <laughs> Jeez. Michael, are you okay? <laughs> On that note. Ayo, hey, girl, does it jiggle? Slaps, slaps a whim. <laughs> It's like it's like that that Simpsons cutaway where he's just like, 
All right, uh, Homer, we need to check how fat you are. And he slaps the belly. He's like, we've got a time how long until it stops jiggling. It's like, it just keeps going. Yeah, not advised if there's a baby in there. <laughs> yeah, I would hope not. Anyway, so look, how about after the show, we, we put we'll out... get pregnant. <laughs> after the show, Alex was like, he's going to get pregnant. Michael, where are you? Where are your tangents going, my guy? Well, you said on that on that note. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm using that note as a way to end the note. Okay, like I'm saying, after the show, we'll put out something on on Instagram. Oh yeah, and get people's things involved. Sure, that's what we were talking about originally. <laughs> you just want to talk about slapping unborn babies. <laughs> okay, next question of the week: Should pregnant women go to war? <laughs> That is such... Everyone's going to say no. Because <laughs> they're going to think it's our... Okay, okay. Should, rephrase it. Should pregnant Navi women go to Navi war? <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like the question of the week's loaded, Michael. I feel like we got like 10 questions of the week on this show. Yeah, we do. We do. Um, yeah, so Venting that's what I think about the... the that's what I feel about the legalization of drugs. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I think that was a good one. So, um, yeah. So if if drugs, so this is what if people. Drugs, <laughs> if, if drugs were illegal, we would buy them in pubs. I was thinking of something else. If drugs were yes, legalized, I the deliberately drug, sidestepped that point. Thank Alex. you. The drug trade would be less able to f- to fuel serious crime. Correct. Um, the enforcement of the criminalization of drugs has harmed communities around the world. Should sure. be stopped. You know, it's um drug like. Non-violent drug-related crimes in America, one of the highest conviction rates, and America has the highest population of incarcerated people, and the highest, most incarcerated people are black. I feel like those three variables aren't unrelated. Using drugs can be important and positive experience for individuals and communities. I remember, like in, in the latest season of The Boys, they were like doing this thing the FBI deliberately sub- supplied drugs to African American communities to destabilize that's exactly what happened mm. that's a real thing that took place and then that generational thing happened and then they brought crack into those communities yeah. and now yeah that's they fueled the drug trade in America as a way and to and now it's just because my parents are doing it so now just mm-hmm, continuing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so yeah um, I feel like when you look at America and people say why don't they do this? Why don't they do that? And you go back 50 years and realize what had been done to them. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, there was that, it wasn't like an island, but it's like a re- remote community in America. And they infected everyone with chlamydia to see what would happen. They said, hey guys, we've got free drug trials. Oh, I think I heard about that. Yeah, yeah. we've got free drug trials. That uh, island, yeah. Yeah, yeah, come come check it out. It's, um, it's I think it's like free like uh, immunizations. And then they just infected them with chlamydia to see how it affects them. And they killed so many people because of that. Just as a... That's just the government, man. Just the government. Reminds of like in Kingsman with the phone SIM thing. Yeah. The free SIM cards. Yeah, except that wasn't targeted. That was everyone. This was... They didn't choose black people out of like a Rolodex. It wasn't like, all right, guys, we need to go It's like, I'm not racist. I equally hate everyone. (laughs) Yeah, so it's like, they went, it's like, all right, guys, we need to test this... Chlamydia strain Who are we going to do it They pull out the big spinning wheel for, f- Wheel of fortune stars Like <gasps> Oh 
and it's just it's just black. It's all it is. I assume their wheel would just the whole thing. Would yeah, just be that's black exactly people. what it is. Yeah, like they're just spinning. No, 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 just for There's for 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 procedure. Exactly. There's a tiny sliver that says not black, but I it don't lands. think that's even there. It's probably would be like they'd say probably like Latinos or no, like. No, it says like yeah, but it lands on a peg. Simon Pig. It lands on a peg, so it never gets picked. And Simon Pegg is playing a very special headmaster mm-hmm. in Hogwarts Legacy. What do you feel about J.K. Rowling and Hogwarts Legacy? Mm, I feel she's the creator of the franchise. So what's the what's the whole drama behind it? The transgender comments? Well, I mean, that's, that's one reason to not like her. But the other reason is her books are filled with these really not great uh, stereotypes. One of the only black wizards is called Shacklebolt. Sit with that for a minute. Uh, Seamus, the only Irish student, is an explosives expert. If you don't know about um, uh, English history. But then again, you know, as as a book writer, you are delving from your own cultural context to where you grew up. Maybe she wasn't surrounded by a lot of... Uh, what, she's American, right? English. English. So she was probably ma- European? No, English. Yes. So she was mainly surrounded by white people her whole life. She... Black England's a very multicultural country but you know that's from her, her own circle her own personal circle which she interacted with you know yeah. how can you delve from each culture so if you want to talk about it like you don't know much about the culture so how can you accurately portray them I do it by not making racist names to them mm. I don't I don't look at, at I don't go okay I'm going to have one black wizard in my book and I'm going to call him Insert racial stereotype here. I don't feel confident enough to make that joke and not feel bad about it. Yeah, she yeah. called him Shacklebolt. That's weird. Yeah, yeah, that that's that's one thing. And the English don't like the Irish a lot, and the Irish rose up against the English for their subjugation and blew up a bunch of stuff. And the was o- he in the movies? Sh- yes, uh, in the Order of the Phoenix, he is the black guy in the Order. And they of the kept Phoenix. the name. I'm not sure if they referred to him as Shacklebolt. I'm not too sure. I haven't seen those movies, and I don't know the dialogue too well. I have seen those movies, but I haven't seen. I mean, them like you look at the Mbaku, it was like the Monkey King or something like that. Well, he's in in the comics. He's a Gorilla King, so it's and they changed that. Yeah, to update it so it was less um, racially driven. Yeah. Um. So it's it's, yeah, like there are changes you can make, but she's like a lot of her things in her books are just drawn from these really horrible places, like the whole thing with like how goblins are represented, and they end up owning the banks. And that is a very prominent Jewish stereotype. Yeah. The Star of David's there. And in this thing, you're rising up against goblins in the, in the, in the game. So there's, there's just these constant threads. Are those goblins kept, are they still running the banks in the games? Yes. So when they had the chance to change the IP, they just kept it as is. I believe so. so who's uh, the actually, real racist there? No, actually, no, I don't know. I don't know what the situation is in the games because it's set in the past. But it's it's a it's a race war. I mean, it's like in Rings of Power, they change things around. Mm-hmm. So that means that the creators are carrying on high ideology. I mean, she's still involved. Yeah, but like they could have changed that, couldn't they? Yeah, but she's still alive. Like with the Tolkien estate, he's dead. Mm. Um, he so doesn't have a do stuff. He doesn't have a say. Yeah, um, his estate does, and they can sign off on things. But like J.K. Rowling is constantly saying stuff all the time, and if you look at if you look at her Twitter. It's not like it's not like it's like one comment that was said five years ago. She is doubling down every single day. If you look at her Twitter, um, at least once a week, she ends up 
making tough comments. Well, Elon provided free speech. There you go. Oh, this this has been happening for a while, you know. Uh, but yeah, oh, you brought Elon up on the show again. We didn't have it. We didn't. We didn't mention him last week. We didn't. So now we've got to make up for it. Uh-huh. We've been making up for a lot of things this week. Your job. Yeah. Movies. We'll talk about another Marvel movie coming up soon. Yeah, we will actually. Speaking of which, do you want to go into a break? Sure. Let's go into a break. Uh, I should have said that when I had a movie, a movie, a music popped up here. Anyway, we'll be back in just a moment. This is a song. Your voice. Your community station. You are listening to IPL Radio. Welcome back to The Verdict. Welcome. What What is salary? Salary is uh, the pre-agreed uh, upon amount that you're going to get paid. So for full-time workers, um, so I earn a salary where they've said, if you work every single day that you're meant to work, excluding public holidays, and you don't, and if you take any leave when you're not working, you will earn this much, and that's based on your level of qualification. It's based on the market rate and stuff like that. So that's what that is. So, for instance, if you if you went part time and you were offered a fixed hour week, you might get put on salary. So you might end up doing, you know. 0.5 full-time is it easier to manage if you're on salary if you're working these consistent hours it's easier for them it's easier for you as well if you're consistent hours you know exactly what your budget's going to be um but if, if if you're still doing up and down hours depending on uh what they need from you then you won't be on salary you're just on a, on a wage I see. so when you're on the salary contract it's fixed for the year or can it increase or decrease based on it can you? increase or decrease based on roles generally it increases every well if you're in the government it'll increase every year some jobs they don't uh but some jobs they will make changes um to sort of adjust for inflation which that's that's an iffy situation of its own they'll say we're going to increase by three percent for inflation but inflation's seven percent you just took a four percent pay cut have there been much uh accommodations for inflation because, uh, you know, my, I was talking to my dad about the mortgage repayments. It's going up. It's, yeah, yeah. I mean, generally not. They won't. <laughs> they, uh. they'll, if they do end up making the changes, it happens in the financial year. Um, but as, as we sometimes see, the raises that you get don't actually compare to what inflation is. Uh, if the inflation rate is, like I said, 7%, you get a 5% raise. That's a 2% pay cut. Um, it really depends. Some employees are better with this. Some employees are worse. Like, yeah. government tends to be better because they'll in it, they'll adjust it as it's indexed. Um, but some private employers, where you know their money's not coming from an outside source, it's coming from them. They want to keep as much money with them as possible. I see. It just makes you think of how much tax we're paying. We pay taxes on our payslip. We pay taxes on the items we buy. Yeah. Yeah. It's- Everything is it's a lot of tax, tax, but that tax is what allows you to go to the doctors when you feel sick and get bulk billed. That tax. Um, oh, there was a big news article. Uh, there's very the bulk billing is just lessening and lessening and lessening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That is true. That is true. Um, yeah, which is unfortunate. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the all the tax you're paying pays for. Everything you see, it pays for your doctors, it pays for your nurses, it pays for your hospitals, it pays for your schools, pays for your roads, pays for the freeway that's getting built. You know, it's that 
it all goes to that. It also pays for the politicians who have 30 in investment properties and, um, yeah. But yeah. it's good and bad. Yeah. Taxes are necessary, I think. In, well, in this society, they're necessary if you want to get stuff done. Um, are there any countries that you don't have to pay tax? Like independent or self-managed islands? Probably, probably. Um, but they're probably not. I mean, on, on a small scale, not paying tax works because people all contribute, right? On a large scale, the only way you can have contribution is through tax. How early was, um? when was the first introduction of tax? Depends. In in history. Well, that's the thing. When you look back at the feudal system, so the, do you know much about the feudal system? No, feudal China. Feudal Japan feudal and Japan. medieval England. They had very similar systems where you had one person who answered to another person. And part of that trade-off would, in re- so say, the farmers would answer to the knights. So the knights would provide protection for the farmers. The farmers would pr- provide food for the knights. The knights then answered to somebody else and they would do something, for, they would provide funding for the knights and the knights will provide something for them. And it goes on and so, so on and so forth. And until you get to the top, you get to the king and then the king provides stuff for that. And it, it's, it's, it's a system where there's a payoff that uh, could be considered tax. I see, that's, that's interesting. And then you look at, um, I think I've heard uh, with billionaires and stuff, they have a salary of a dollar or something. Yeah. And that's why sometimes they can escape tax. the tax. Yeah, so they don't pay themselves a wage. They pay themselves a salary, so it's a dollar. They're below the, the tax rate. They've got an income. Um, and then they just use the money that they have in their investments to buy things. Or they can put it on the company. So if you're Elon Musk, you've got a credit card that says Tesla on it. You say, this is a purchase for Tesla. Bang, it's on company credit card, blah, blah, blah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I was talking to um, Chris the other day. He's borrowing a Tesla at the moment. They they have a f- they only run for like three hundred kilometers. Yeah, I mean a lot of cars do. Like um, my Hyundai was four hundred k's. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah, small cars they run for the same amount. Um, like the car I have now does between eight hundred to nine hundred k's. That's not bad. That's, That's really good. Really because good. mine mine seven hundred, but lately when I've been filling up with fuel, it's going down to like six. Or Are you doing a lot of like city driving? A lot of driving, yeah. Yeah, if you're doing like short trips, it's going to burn through it a lot more. Really? Yeah. Oh. If you do long trips. I mean, when I fill up the tank and it, it tells you the maximum amount of fuel, like how much yeah. it holds. Before it used to hold easy, 710, 710. Now it's like 659, 670. Yeah. Check your the tips with Alex. Check your tire pressure. If oh. you don't adjust your tire, you, if your tires aren't inflated properly, it can have an effect on your fuel economy. Oh, noted. Yeah, I need to do mine because I haven't done mine in a while. But every time my mum asks if you checked your tires lately, I say yes. What tires should I buy, Alex? What tire brands are good? Uh, yeah, Bridgestone? Bridgestone is always good. Michelin's always good, but they do cost a they fair bit. They cost a lot. Uh, cost yeah. a lot. It's, with tires, what you get is what you pay for. What you pay for is what you get. So it really depends. Um, if you get long-term ones, you know, they'll last you better. Um, there are, like, look at the type of tires that you have in your car. Look at what's available. And just see what's out there. You're gonna be keeping that car for a while. You're gonna, yeah, no, because I bought my car in 2020. It had about 48k on it. Mm-hmm. Now it has 130. Nice. I bought my car in 29, the back end of 2019, so November 2019. It had 22k's on it. It's got 118 now. Wow. Mm. So it's kind of similarish. Yeah, but it's because I, I worked in Bentley. And I lived in Butler, so I worked near the airport. 
And so I was just driving that every single day. So what point is it good to consider getting a new car about 300, 200? Well, I mean, yeah. Yeah, you can look at the kilometers or when your lifestyle changes. I see, I see. Um, you know, for instance, my car is great. If, for instance, I wanted a family, which I'm not really looking at at all, um, but if I wanted a family, I would have to upgrade. I've got a little hatchback. It's not going to be doing much in terms of stuff. five people in the car. It can. It can fit five. It's actually got really roomy yeah, trunk yeah. as well. Um, mm. Actually, no, I, my car's pretty good. My car's pretty good. It's yeah, yeah. I got it for twelve thousand dollars. That's really good. <laughs> it is so good. Marketplace, uh, dealership, Holden dealership. Oh, nice. yeah. So, um, but the thing is, right, I, I worked at a dealership, and they were selling that car um, later now for fifteen thousand. Okay. So it's gone up in price somehow. Yeah, no. And I, I, and I got it valued at that place. And they said they'll get it for they'll buy it off me for twelve thousand. That's pretty good. So. I could have had this car and break even with it. I don't lose money on it. So do you do you go to different places and if you want to sell your car and get different quotes and then sell it to the highest quota? You can do that, yeah. Yeah, so um, the one way you can do it is if you look for the new car first and you say, I like this place, it's got the car that I want, and then you can go to them and see how much would you take this car in for and they can evaluate it there. And you're like, okay, cool. Look, I want to have a look at that car. I'm going to come back tomorrow. Um, and blah, blah, blah. in that time, you can go to places and see see what other quotes you can get, yeah. Yeah, because, that's cool, because yeah. I've been really, uh, the, the you know, the high-end i30, there's like, I think there's like a sport edition or yes, something, and yes. they look so sleek. Yeah, no, they're very good. I really very like nice. that. Yeah, I think they have that, that, that straight neon thing. I don't know how yes. much they cost, though. Expensive. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, have you seen Have I told you about The Iron Man car You told me about The Iron yeah. Man car yeah. There's one near my house now Nice And it's, it's number plate It's Endgame With a three in it Because oh. there's oh. one that, One called Cogs That I've seen out there Cogs, And one yeah. called Stark as well So That's I've seen cool. three And I almost bought one I almost bought you one know, You know you, you couldn't buy it Was it a breach of Thing No I could have bought it Oh you could have Yeah I had the funds Okay no, I was, I One want... of my friends Was going to loan me A thousand dollars In case I wanted it That's nice Yeah I, I want to look up how much those high end eyes cost. The new thirties. Yeah. Yeah. I think the I think they're fairly expensive. Um. Yeah. Ooh. This is the one I have under range. Sedan. I'm still getting familiar with all these. I used to love cars like growing up, but I haven't been into them as much anymore. Mm. You know what I've started doing? What? Investing. On I'm what? Buying stocks. Oh, nice. Yeah, so currently I'm invested in five different um, five different stocks. Okay. Um, so I've been selling stocks and I've been purchasing stocks. Yeah, this is the one. Oh yeah, yeah, they're uh, very nice. They're really good. Yeah, I've been. So the whole i thirty sedan. Oh yeah, so investing in stocks. Yeah, so. Um, I, I I bought so lithium, right? Yeah, it's going to be necessary to electric cars and stuff like that, and solar panels and things. So I've invested in a few lithium companies, Australian based, and okay. ones that do a lot of like offset for their own things. And there are some that are going to be on the ASX this year. So I've what's the ASX? Australian stock market. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so like they've come out and said, hey, we're going to be going onto the ASX. This is our yep. uh, principle. We we mine in these places and do that. Like mining itself. It's not good. However, Maria Tinto and stuff. I mean, in general, yeah. right? But we're going to need the things that we mine mm. to do the things we want to do. If we want electric cars, if we want solar panels, if we want wind turbines, if we want um, 
wave energy, right? If we want all of these renewable sources of energy, the materials that we need for them are gonna have to come from the, from the earth. Yeah. So I found a few companies that generally do try to offset themselves and do a bunch of stuff, and I'm investing in them. Okay. Um, so yeah, I've got a couple of lithium companies. I was up about 50 bucks. I'm now down $10. Oh. So as you, as you can see, those big jumps there is when I've made purchases. Um, so okay. as you can see, that big jump and then fairly flat, fairly big flat, yeah. jump, big rise. All of that is um, increases there and then bought. And now it's just been up and down and up and down as I've yep. sold stocks and stuff like that as well. Um, but yeah, it's been interesting. Um, currently, I'm not like dealing with much. It's not like I'm like in, like putting my savings into this and hoping it recoups itself. Mm. I'm just like trying out little things. I've got um, index funds, which are kind of like funds that um, invest in various other places. So, like yeah. when, you, when your funds are invested in your superannuation, it's kind of similar. It's only 28,000. I thought it would be way more. Uh, no, I was thinking about 30,000. Oh, okay. Compared to, that, I, yeah. thought, I thought much was like 70. Now I'm thinking about what kind of a car it is. Like when you uh, think about your... And this is new, so... Yeah. You when you think about your i30, I would put that at about like 15,000. Mine was 19, but I traded my, my other i20 and I got it for 12 or 13. Yeah. So I can, between now and then, it might have dropped in value possibly. Nice. So when I was thinking about 30, I'm like the jump from this i30 to the new i30. That's but what I'm thinking. Either, like, you know, the Audis, which you see in Marvel movies. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because the Their Avengers, the Avengers campus is just an Audi showroom. Yeah, the, everything is just Audis. Yeah. Or was it actually? Yeah, it's it's a car showroom. Nice. Because um, some people have gone there and then they've um, they've taken photos of like screen, screen caps of the um, Infinity War and uh, Age of Ultron. And it's gone, hey, look, and they hold it up and they match it shot for shot. That's it's, pretty cool. Yeah, I, I like that kind of stuff. Because I, I don't know, like, would you, like a lot of, uh, like some people are like, oh, would you buy secondhand tires? No. No. No, I buy my tires fresh. Yeah. One, like, again, with tires, you get what you pay for. That's if true. If you had a beat up thing that you didn't really care about, sure, go ahead. If you're driving on them and you want to stay safe and you don't want to die. Yep. Yeah. Safety features never skimp out of them. That's actually true. Yeah. Yeah. Because I have to service my car a lot frequently now because it's like 10Ks or so and so day. Mm, mm. And I'm just driving a lot. So. Yeah, yeah. You I would have to service a car. Like I'm doing less driving now, but yeah, um, I was, I was waiting until the date came by, and I was like 30 k's overdue. Oh rip! Yeah, I mean not not that much, but so that was quite like 30 k's. That's still a lot. <laughs> no, 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 not 30 thousand. Like as in, I was about, I'm gonna say 5 thousand k's overdue. Okay. Which is, like, not heaps, but I was hitting like normally I would get to the day before the k's. Mm. Now I'm getting to the K's before the days. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. I'm getting the K's before the days. That's what they say. In where? The phase. In the phase. <laughs> now I'm listening to an audiobook called Gone. Gone. By Michael Grant. It's a great book. Essentially, a bunch of kids in town, everybody over the age of 15 just poof, disappears. Oh. Right? And these kids are like, what do we do? Oh no, fires are starting around town. Stovetops have been left on. Cars are crashing into each other as the drivers have just disappeared. And then the kids start getting powers. Or maybe they already had them. And there's a domed buff <laughs> city. And they like to call themselves the Fates. Well, Alex, where does the book go? I think it's gone. <laughs> I'm going to throw this uh, I was looking at stuff of Westworld, Westworld actually today. Because um, I was looking at... Westworld. Yeah, have you heard much about it? I know of it. Apparently, the first season's great, and then it kind of loses that's track what, after that's it. What, that's what I've heard, too, because yeah. I've, I've been playing a lot of Red Dead, too. Yeah. <gasps> I should watch it. Do you know what it's about? 
Isn't it like artificial intelligence and stuff yeah, like so that? Yeah, so people, it's like a theme park, I think, where people experience the wild, wild west and without repercussions or something like what that. What a bad theme park. Yeah. You have gangrene. And, and the NPCs are legally cannot harm you or something like that uh. when you're there. That, like, who would go to that? Who would want to experience the wild west? Apparently Anthony Hopkins is really good in that. Uh. I, mean, I imagine going into the theme park and it's just like, wow, I'm in the wild west. It's like... You gotta eat beans and <laughs> cacti. And what? Cacti? It's the quenchiest. It's It'll the quench quenchiest. you. Yeah. Uh, you gotta eat you some gotta beans eat. and we gotta travel for five days and wrangle some cows from this town to that town because I'm a cowboy. Man, the sand is very coarse. <laughs> it's <laughs> rough and coarse and it gets everywhere. Oh. Fun fact, uh, one of my players um, ran a one-shot for D&D, okay. and he wanted it to be a Western. And literally, he goes, hey, can I have some, everyone around? I want to get some fun ideas what we can do with this Western. And I said, we were going through some ideas, and we are like, oh, yeah, that'd be cool. Then I said, wait a, wait a second, wait a second. He's like, what? Get a Minotaur or a Minotaur. Minotaur? Sounds like a Minotaur. <laughs> yeah, it's like- a bullman. I know. Yeah, I yeah. know what it is, but okay. like like the way you said, like a Minotaur, like a, like a baby Minotaur. <laughs> Yeah, no, and, and 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 give him a cowboy hat. Okay, because then you got a cowboy cowboy, because he's a bull man. Oh, yeah, I see. and then Very. he just goes. Very he just, smart play on words. He didn't say anything. He just wrote it down. And then when we played, <laughs> noted. <laughs> literally, when we played the game, um, we're like, oh, and you look under his uh his hat, and you see two big horns, and I'm like. <gasps> Is it a cowboy cowboy? And he's like, it's a cowboy cowboy. And I'm like, it's a cowboy cowboy. It's, it's, it's a fun moment. It's a fun moment. Uh, That'd so yeah. be cool. It was. It was very cool. We, we played goblins okay. in a western who were trying to steal fireworks from like a train. It was a train the heist. goblins have obvious physical traits that associate No, nope, I gave my goblin a cute button nose. Okay. <laughs> uh, his name was Scrungle. Oh, that's a nice name for a goblin. He's just... So... I'm not sure if I spoke about it on the show. You haven't. No, you haven't brought this up. It's um. So I decided to play Warlock. Do you know what a Warlock is in D&D? A Warlock? Yes. Kind of like Adam Warlock in Guardians of the Galaxy nope. 3. They may have the same name, but no. Um, essentially, Warlocks are people who, instead of looking through power through books or just happen to have power, they seek power through other beings. So they I go see. up to somebody and said, I would like to make a deal where you can give me some of your power. And oh, I'd like Doctor Strange and What If? Kinda, yeah. So you're selling your soul, right? And so uh, they're like, okay, so how did your warlock come about this, these powers? And he's like, so he was really hungry one day. He was in the forest and he's just like, damn, I could I could sell my soul for some cashews. And then a demon comes out of the ground and he's like, you, you what? It's like, yeah, I could sell my soul for some cashews. Then he did. And, that's just a, and he's, just got some, he's just got some nuts. I think that's just a thing for eating disorders. Maybe. Yeah. Look, we've got, we've got about 20 minutes left. So um, I was actually interested in watching The Wire. Apparently that's one of the best shows. Apparently. I haven't heard nothing about it. It's had no cultural impact. Yeah? Yeah, I don't okay. know. It's it just seen all these positive reviews about it. Feel like the greatest show. And they say that about Ozark as well. Oh, I heard about Ozark. Yeah, with... um, That's my microwave impression. <laughs> mm. I was just a fly that was just buzzing by. Ding! I've got his name. Um, Wait, Jason Bateman. Okay. Yeah. Michael, we've got 10 minutes left. Ant-Man and the Quantum Man, Wasp and the Man, Quantum. we got size uh, discussion. Ant-Side portion for this. New trailer's out. What I do really you th- like it. What are your thoughts on Kang? Do you like him? I, I like him. 
He looks menacing, right? He does, and his um, vizio like yes. can give the illusion of blue skin, but it's a mask. Like, I still think I like the Mysterio costume better in the, the comic accurateness. Yes. But I guess they did what they did. Kang was more, um, you know, like a monochromatic color type of yeah, type of thing. and like the way that Jonathan Majors is playing him, he feels terrifying. Yeah, I know, already, like, especially because Kang's from Wakanda. Because he's black. <laughs> Michael, we've been over this. I mean, every black person is from Wakanda. Not every Chinese person is from Talo, all right? Uh, that's true. And not every white person is from Brooklyn. Yeah. I'm walking here. Yeah. Or Queens. Or yeah. Queens. Um, yeah, no, well, look, uh, what, are your th- what are your thoughts on, on Murdoch? I didn't see that. I, I saw a lot of people uh, pointed it out, but I think I had to go s- look at a... Uh, an image or something. So, do you not see that the one where he's got the mask on and he's? I didn't quite see. No, I think it was just a CGI stuff, just everywhere. Have you seen? And have the you, colors ha- were just melding in together. That I didn't notice it. Okay. So I uh, watched it once. I didn't watch it twice. I'll show you the the actual scenes, so that way we can get your um, your thoughts, your thoughts on this. So, uh, we, we, yeah, we got we got time. Yeah, just the Ant Man movies are getting more fanatical. Before it was just a regular heist. Now oh, it's just yeah. like this super high stakes thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this is the the old. This is the old trailer. And they're like, "Oh, Evangeline Lilly cut her hair. She cut it in real life. That's." And then they're like, "Oh, now she's uh, now she's this and she's that." Mm. Here we go. Here we go. So, um, look at that cinematography. Yeah. Right. Um. Let's see if I can find it. Also, I think this is going to be very connected to Shang Chi. Oh yeah, uh, Kang Dynasty, d- directed by Shang Chi's director. No, no, this movie. This movie It's going to be connected to Shang-Chi I feel it in my bones I feel like this trailer's a bait in, So it's just going to be a comedy I hope not It's going to be I like a not. massive comedy I feel like there's going to be comedic moments But I don't think there's going to be a comedy mm. as such. Do you think each Kang variant Will have different colour eyes To differentiate them? No Because this one has like green eyes I think Well only from when, when he's got the mask on And when he takes it oh, off Oh I see Yeah Alright well we'll find the bit So there he is In the background Who's, who's Murdoch again? Right there Big head Mental organism designed only for killing Matt Murdock. Yeah, look, there he is. So, Mr. Electric sent him to the principal's office so to get him expelled. Why is this significant? Um, because Murdock is a major player in comics. What does he do? He's the leader of AIM, which we've seen in Iron Man 3, um, Advanced Idea Mechanics. He's a mad scientist. Okay. Yeah, he's, he's a big villain. He's a big villain. And that's, that's the guy from the first Ant Man movie. Why? Why is he there? The same Rem- thing. Remember the end of the anime movie where he just kind of got shrunk yeah. into the quantum verse? Now he's, that's what he ended up as. I see. His, it's just his head. Um, so yeah, that, that's his big old noggin. And then there's another shot later on where you see him kind of in his battle armor, um, which we'll probably see in a moment. But it looks, it looks so... It looks so nice. Wonderful, right? Yeah. February 9th, 17th. That's close. That's, in a, that's a month. Hmm. Um, yeah, this is why I think it's Shang Chi because these yeah, bands look very familiar. I and just hope it's good, and I hope I'll have a positive reaction to it. I think it will be. I think it will be. I just have just have a feeling. Did I just get my hopes up too much for these Marvel properties, and then that's true. Um, where is Battle Mo Doc? Um. T- I think we're only going to see one Kang in this, to be honest. I don't think we're mm. going to see... Like, the bit where he stomps on his head in the trailer is... Oh, there we go. Oh, I see. Yeah. 
So that so so it, it's it's interesting what it's they're like going the giant for. head from Sharkboy and Lava Girl. That's exactly what I was quoting earlier. Were you? Where he goes, Mister Electric, send him oh, to the principal's office to get him expelled. Oh. Yeah, like that bit. It looks so intense. Yeah, he's he's ripped. It's just like curb stopping. Exactly. Ant meat boot. Ant meat boot. They'll probably make a reference to that. They probably will. He's like, this sounds like a funny joke that Nick Fury once said when I wasn't there. It's a funny reference. It was 12 years ago. Don't worry about it. We're almost caught up. Because he has all the, the pages. Well, is that, he's, he's different from Here He Remains. Yes. So yes. he wouldn't have all the... Here He Remains was the one nice version of Kang, and Sylvie killed him. Mm. Um, well, as far as we know, is if it's a biased source or not. I mean, he's dead now, because when Loki returned, uh, Kang was in charge. Yeah. Well, look, Michael. It's been a good show. This this is the end, and it didn't even matter. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. Um, look, I think this has been good. We've covered a lot of things today. We did a hot a hot toddy of information. Um, what do you have to say to our listeners? I have. Oh, well, don't go to the show on an empty stomach. Oh, why do you say that? Because I'm hungry. <laughs> Okay, okay. Fair enough, fair enough. All right, well, look, I hope everyone has a great... Um, evening. Great evening, a great rest of the year. Uh, we'll be back next week. Next week. All right, bye-bye.